Keenan. What? <laughs> God. I'm not Philly. I'm not going to beatbox every I know, fucking fuck, episode. But you have to. <laughs> what? Hello. You know what? In this climate, my black ass is saying no <laughs> to the man. <laughs> fuck you, Joe. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You said you weren't. You did it. I know. You son of a bitch. I I'm know. in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look at us. We're starting off just right. You guys ready? Yes. Ready. Ladies and gentlemen. Do oh, I really have Jesus. to beatbox? Can somebody help me beatbox with me? Am I going to do it all by myself? I can try. Because I, I know you sing, Melissa, so. <laughs> See how she okay, just got so all you, quiet you, and nervous. You, you and take shit. the lead, and I'll, I'll like. I gotta go off of your, you know, your energy. And oh, my energy is gonna be shit. Um, but uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on the spot. I can't. Oh, do it. Jesus! I can't do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm kicking it off for that? you. Welcome one. Welcome. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Welcome one. That's just Welcome me. one. Welcome all to episode 82 of the None of Our Business podcast. We are your hosts, Keenan, Keenan Duncan, CNN Dunkaroos, C Section, C Notice, C3PO. See your way out of here. C4 and a bunch of other C Section stuff. I don't we Today we have two very special guests. Ooh, we got they Dynamic Duo. The Dynamic happen, Duo. Yeah, yeah, that's what they are. Yes. Fucking no, yes. Oh no, that's a real that's your real nickname, Dynamic Duo. No, I don't know. Oh, it is. but no. we got two very special guests today. We have uh, <laughs> re what is it? Re uh, uh a returning, re, a returning returning guest. guest. Yes. yes. Oh, Melly <laughs> Mel <laughs> Castell Castell Mel by designs Castell at Castell. Stupid ass. <laughs> oh, Jesus, uh, by Mel Castell. Stupid ass by Mel Castell. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're related, everybody. So We got Melissa. Yeah. Melly. Smelly Melly. Oh, my God. Castellanos. Only people I love call me Smelly Melly. Thanks. So, so she loves me, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and... The moment you've all been waiting for. For those of you who knew, and for those of you who didn't, we have Brandy. Extravaganza. Thank Castellano. Crowd goes wild. Brandy, Brandy, Brandy. Formerly known as London. Fierce. There we go. Wow. Thank you for that introduction. I love it. Got better by the minute. Yeah, I'm, second. Jo- I'm Joe. I'm Joe. He's just Joe. Um, Brandy, you, we, we, right before we started, right before we started, uh, you, you were going to go into the, the, the tale of London Fierce. So yes. what? Uh, okay, because for those, for a lot of people who listen to this pod, and for those who don't, uh, because we have a lot of people who are friends, you know, friends of the show, friends of myself and Keenan who've known mm-hmm. us for a long time, Melissa. Um, but you used to go by London Fierce. Yes. Um, this is a, like an old. This is an old moniker way, that she way, had. Way, yeah, way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. So, um, what what happened? Where where did, where was the transition there from from London Fierce to, to 
to Brandy Extravaganza. Yes. Well, um, thank you for the introduction, first and foremost. <laughs> I appreciate it. Welcome. Um, Welcome to the show. Thank yeah. you. This is actually my first podcast, so I'm, hey. I'm honored to be here, and I'm happy that it's uh, with my family. Absolutely. Friends, and you are a, a family friend. And, and you, Keenan. family. Thank you. And all your right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Love you. It's but right. yeah, okay. So obviously, you know, I've had quite the journey, and London Fears, who was... Um, uh, what I um, represented myself it, it as mm-hmm. um, prior to transitioning. For okay. those of oh, you okay. that don't know, I'm transgender. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. You get right uh, to it. Yes. Fah, fah, I know, fah. Right? So obviously, I, I used to do drag, and that's kind of okay. what like hel- uh, helped me find myself. Like, um, uh, It's a long story, but um, uh, when I started doing drag, I called myself London Fierce. And I, the oh, reason why, yes. Okay. Obviously, that was um, when Your Sasha Fierce yeah. was, Staging, was, yeah. was coming out. 2008 Beyonce. Beyonce Sasha Fierce Oh so that's not like that's something you saw so, like I well, like that name I, I want to like have the Fierce oh, okay, and we okay, like okay. you know at the time we were always saying Fierce this Fierce that and you know I felt really fierce so uh, I wanted to choose something that would represent me. And growing up, I was so uh, enamored with like British culture, Spice Girls, and you know the accent and okay. just all that 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 goes with that. So I was like, oh, like I've always, even since we were kids, my sister and I would yeah. like try to play the little posh posh card and with the accent and I loved like all the that um I, I just love the 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 history and just yeah, like yeah, the yeah. whole culture okay. you know, yeah, right, right, right. of British London. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh London, that sounds really it's fierce. Like, and I was like, oh my God, London fierce. London, okay. So I named myself London Fierce, but obviously when I started transitioning, um I needed I couldn't say, oh yeah, my name's London. You know, oh, my yeah. name's London Fierce. <laughs> so and I didn't realize that. Yeah. So there came a time where I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna have to call myself something um so I I, I I i and at that point i kind of wanted to distance myself from drag because i was like you weren't there anymore yeah, i wasn't were, there anymore yeah. and i was transitioning okay. and i kind of didn't want to be known as a drag queen and i wanted to kind of um more so you know see myself as a what the woman that i that i am that so are, I, yeah. I, okay. I i decided to you know go with brandy and i didn't know what to call myself i wanted it to some to be original and something that that was a part of me and mm. so for those of you that don't know my name was Randy <laughs> pre-transition uh, my birth name was was Randy mm-hmm. and so I said you know what I don't want to confuse anyone and my uncles call me Brandy anyways so hey, it was just go. easy yeah they'd be like Brandy 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 because oh, you know okay. Randy is Pinche not Brandy. like <laughs> right yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Brandy and it's like Randy is not even like a Latin name or a Mexican name so it was hard for them to pronounce uh, okay. so they'd call me Brandy 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 so you know I, Could I been Rodolfo like, <laughs> I know, right? So I was like, I know right? it. That's a, that's a kind of a Yeah, yeah. They were right, actually, that was like yeah. one of my nicknames as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I was just like, just stick a B on it and call it a day. So okay. I went Brandy and it suited me, you know? And it I does. Like, it seems like it worked. Yeah. I mean, I no confusion here. Brandy right. works like a great Easy name for that. Yeah. right? I think so too. But I also like London Fierce. That sounds, pretty, love, that right. sounds pretty dope. Well, and obviously, like uh, Beyonce w- w- is an icon and one of, was one of my idols growing up. So I, her being like so fierce and calling herself such a fierce, I realized that I too can have an alter ego. Oh, okay. So I think London yeah. Fierce is my alter ego. Um, yeah. And she's going to come out of the closet. Well, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to take her out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, like, All right. That. I'll <laughs> bring her out. Gonna I, I know, right? We're going to take I'll, a time machine real quick. Okay, okay. I, I, I'm, I'll bring her out someday. Okay. But she's not forgotten. She is the reason why I am who I am. Well, and you and uh, Beyonce can do like a little. Cola. Coming out show, yeah, 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 yeah. Beyonce, if you're listening, yeah, let's get her out on the call real quick. Beyonce, <laughs> know, you there? Right? Okay. 
Um, so yeah, you know, obviously. So so that yeah, that that's where I am. That's yeah, London. I mean, London, London, cool. London was a staple. Like was who right. You were like yeah. That. Yeah, that is who I am, and I think that I that that's still a part of me. And I feel like, um, again, I well, for those of you that don't know, I live in the UK, and and um, I, I I moved to London um, to begin with, and I've been living there um, for about three years. So um, uh, you know, it, I feel like I kind of like put it out into the universe, yeah, manifest, okay. kind of manifest. I manifested yeah. it, yeah. and I kind of was like, you know, London fears, and I had never, th- I never in my wildest dream would have thought that I would have visited London, okay. let alone live let there. Alone. Yeah. So you know, for me, it's like. I feel like you know it, it, it's my calling, and which is why I've never forgotten about London Fierce. Oh, and London, cool. if you're listening, girl, I haven't forgotten <laughs> there about you. Go. <laughs> How many times have you met Daniel Radcliffe being in London? Um, <laughs> uh, all of zero times. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like um, that's, <laughs> Keenan, that's, that's like somebody asking you. Like, how, many how many times have you met Tom Cruise? Twice. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually Where? what they asked me. I want to be Roscoe there. Chicken and Waffles. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Tom Cruise would never. Be it Roscoe Chicken. I love Tom hilarious though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I can't tell you how many times uh, I, I, I people have asked me, "Oh, so you you you're from LA? Oh, you must see all these celebrities." Oh, yeah. And to be fair, yes, we do. It happens all the time. You <laughs> yeah, know, you'll be at the grocery store and you'll just see someone that I that ran you've into seen a on the few big screen. Yeah, B-list but it's not like not you're gonna like, be yeah. like, uh, "Hey, what's up?" Like I've met Eddie Murphy, but I, I don't. <laughs> he, hey, he, will, he will never remember me and exactly. say like. He's never gonna be like, oh, Joe from. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm like, I only yeah, bring it up because I, I watched last night Guns Akimbo. Uh, the, uh, oh the, yeah, the new Daniel movie that he was in. Movie, yeah, 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 which is very crazy. Uh, it's like a yeah, it's crazy dark comedy kind of stuff. Um, but I, I liked seeing him do that. That was, was like, it was almost like I wanted to say, man, Dan Radcliffe, that's my boy, because <laughs> the way he acted in it, the way he took it, was just like. He took I, it as a serious. I role? want. I wanted to see more of him do wild and crazy stuff like that because he does I, have that. Still, he's done a, a good amount of stuff. He did some like crazy. He did the Swiss shit. Army Man. Yeah, Swiss Army Man, where he plays dead the yeah, whole yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's literally dead the whole movie. Yeah. And spoiler. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's not a spoiler <laughs> because that's the, the, the synopsis. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah, he's dead the whole movie, but the guy that finds him uses him for all kind of stuff, like. Because they're, they, I guess they're stranded or on something. Island. Island. Some on an island, yeah. Kind yeah, of like, like that. that. <laughs> was it a comedy or? It's supposed to be a like a dark it's like comedy. A dark, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is good. I think his typecasting is dark comedy for Daniel Radcliffe, at least. I mean, he does that show on TBS. Uh, that uh, Heavenly Workers or whatever it's called. I haven't Have you seen ever seen it? it? I've seen the oh. poster of it on IMDb. I haven't seen it. Yeah, something like this. Call show. something like that. No. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, oh. have you ran I don't know how we got to this. <laughs> well, sorry, I can't contribute because I'm still trying to guess who he is. I Daniel oh, oh. <laughs> Harry Potter. Daniel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's Shame where the joke me. came from because I Bless saw him. the movie. He's actually an ally. He was defending us um, oh, with, yeah, from uh, J.K. Yeah. Rowling and her transphobia comments that she made. So shame on me. How do you feel about the transphobia comments that she made and... Well, you know, um, I don't, I, I don't agree with them, obviously, and I feel like she's had a history with transphobia, um, and I just think she it's has, to the point yeah. where we all know um, where she stands, and I feel like she's getting a lot of uh, unneeded attention. So, mm. you know, and, and but that's that's what happens a lot. Like these people want to, I don't, I can't. Well, I can't say for for stay J.K. Relevant. Rowling, but I don't, I don't think she's trying to stay relevant. Um, and yeah. I, I, she might not be the case, but for for a lot of people who are 
actively and openly against specific things it's because they want to be in that spotlight and they want people to know that oh this is my stance and like I want they're untouchable and yeah yeah i don't think jk rowling is the same thing um but i think she's a little entitled for you know being as uh as outwardly about because she has all those yeah. billions or something yeah. like because of no, popularity. Well, I, I think I think. Um, well, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know because she's fucking rich as fuck because of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she was same, poor at one point, or not poor, but like low income. Yeah, kind of struggling a little bit. Yeah, I mean the lifestyle she probably had before the Harry Potters probably was a lifestyle where it was like kind of like in the hood where it could be very homophobic or transgenderphobic or something like that, and then. You still have that mentality or state as you get into that right. power yeah. and wealth. And there are a lot of people that share her views. So I know that mm-hmm. she doesn't are, just speak are. for herself. She speaks for others as well. And I think that it's important um, for us as tra- uh, as allies and as uh, transgender people um, that we make sure that you know she doesn't get away with it. You okay. know? So I get where the attention's coming from, mm-hmm. but sometimes I feel like um, the whole um, the f- fact that they're trending for something so negative is. It's where, fucking ridiculous. Where, yeah. Ridiculous, and that's where kind of like I feel like sometimes social media becomes dangerous because mm. you give someone a platform to, you know, s- basically say what the say fuck whatever yeah, the fuck they much. want. Is there a big community in the transgender in London, or is it like very small? There is okay. no. I mean, you know, I think now more than ever, people are are more um, open about who they, uh, and willing to um, follow, um, you know, who they are as trans people. And there are more young trans women transitioning. And I feel like ever since the transgender tipping point in like Mm. 2015 with Laverne Cox being on Times Magazine Mm. and um, us having some major shows on major networks like like, um, Legendary on HBO Max. Pose, yes. um, Pose, yeah. And then uh, have you guys watched that Legendary show? A legendary no. yes, on, HBO on HBO Max. Max. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's about right. the Vogue, uh, Voguing. And is it actually like, is my it a competition? Yeah, oh, it's a competition. Yeah, I it's haven't a competition. seen it. But. And he won the hundred thousand dollars. House oh, of Balmain. Shit. Shout out to House of Balmain. It's called, it's called Pose. Yes. It, no, there's no, a, no, no, show, no. a show on That's, FX called Pose. Okay, and it's a drama, right? Yes. And then there's a show on HBO Max called Legendary, and it's a it's a Vogue competition. Oh. Yeah, is it, yeah, is it drag or is it trans? Or no, I think it's a is little, it just it's a in little general, bit of both. I think it's just based on like the, the ball scene. Um, so it's very much a, like LGBTQ. LGBT like what poses? And, uh, like what? Yes. Okay, yes. Okay. Okay. So so basically, HBO Max said we want to talk about we want to do that, but we're gonna make it a competition. Yes. Fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> I got I gotta call that shit out, man. Yeah. I fucking because well, they're getting it for a- advertisement it's, it's or exploiting. Like, okay. yeah, well, I think a lot of people are doing that. They're commercializing okay. everything, exploiting the community. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure it helps. It, it helps. helps. The transgender community, but at, see all, it. at the same time, it's kind of exploiting them too. Exactly. It, it, like where were where was your support ten years ago? Where the, was okay. your, you know right exactly. Like and the thing is, yeah, the they're yeah. totally. And I, the thing is, yeah, they are su- supporting uh, certain individuals and you know bringing us into the mainstream um, spotlight. But you know, I just want the the people that um, founded these kind of things to mm-hmm. also get credit and some monetary like compensation would be nice mm-hmm. as well. I hope these pe- these organizations uh, these productions are contributing beating and exactly. or donating to oh, some okay. of these um, LGBT communities that you know that need they're it. exploiting. Yeah, really? exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're they're yeah. I and I hope that they're getting paid their worth and not just you know your typical you know whatever they get paid 
Know, Hollywood's day. pretty fucked up. It is. <laughs> hey, trust me. Know. You ain't lying. You ain't about lying. that. Melissa yeah. brought a, a good point, though. Like, yeah, you're part of the I show, mean, I'm Melissa. Saying, I'm saying, <laughs> no, she, she, before the show started, like, she, she mentioned that I had that, like, before when we were kids, I had you sign a contract. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to talk like, about this. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so wait. Yeah, like, I don't, okay, I, I, I don't remember it, but, I'm, like, that's pretty fucked Childhood up. Childhood was pretty yeah. brutal. Oh, you're, I mean, has really people changed? I mean, come on, Jay. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> though, but, but here's the thing. I, I also, I'm, I'm going to blame Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, baby, we're going to touch that subject, because, too. Because, <laughs> I mean, obviously, religion, you know. Played a big role we in grew, that. We grew up in this religion that, that like, you know, absolutely ostracizes people like who, are, who are not heterosexual. But, okay. Oh, and not only that, but the Hispanic and Latino culture well, of sure, machismo. That too. Yeah. Yeah. So he, like, uh, he made you do something that was like too alpha male is she and yeah, like stereotyping so like um we would play barbies we he would, would play joe would play no, barbie with brandy. you oh brandy oh. and i would play barbies do you want me to tell the story yeah, yeah tell you? the story tell the story okay so um brandy i'm the youngest <laughs> i'm trying to forget a lot of those thoughts yeah so <laughs> i was i'm the i'm the youngest of five kids mm. right so and we we're pretty much like what three four years apart if yeah. not brandy was my closest sibling we're like um a year and a month apart mm-hmm. um so being her that she was the closest to me in age and we couldn't do what all the older ones could do like we would be together a lot and brandy's like my best friend i love her so much every time she talks i want to cry because she's so Aww, amazing oh um but, but back like in the we day. were no even back in the day brandy <laughs> oh. and i were close like we've always been close we yeah. grew up like, in the same age group so yeah pretty much we've always been close um so i didn't have any siblings to play but with brandy Mm. and we would play dolls and we would have to lock ourselves in the bathroom Mm -hmm. to play dolls because my older siblings like joe would like bully her and like no you can't play dolls and my dad would get mad too so um finally danny and joe made a contract like if you play dolls we're gonna beat you up and she had to (laughs) sign it and like we it it was just like really and it's sad because kids suffer that to this day because at an early age that was kind of a symbol yeah it was like what six seven years old Mm -hmm. we were little Mm -hmm. we were in elementary school and you know what? I just think that, you know, that that's just that. something that we do as children. And I've had to, like, you know, make peace with myself. And I love my brothers to death. And mm. there's no way that I can judge them for the past. We were kids. They were kids. I was a kid. Yeah. You know, we didn't know any better. And a lot of these things are, are taught by our parents, by, by what we see, true. by society. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm smart enough to be able to... Dif- differentiate and, and know the difference so mm. for me I, I found closure in a lot of those um you know dark moments in my life although okay. sometimes i'm a little disappointed that i could didn't have a much funner friendlier you know mm-hmm. uh, childhood not to say i didn't have a, i wasn't happy because i was an extremely happy child and i have to also uh, um, you know remember the good times mm. you know it wasn't easy growing up by any means uh, you know um being um, bullied, you know, by pretty much everyone mm. um, and not really having anyone reaching out to feminine. help me. I was right. just too feminine. And, okay. you know, um, I just didn't know uh, in the Hispanic family, like my sister said, uh, machismo is is very much exists. And, and machismo is pretty much like, um, what would we translate to that? Very like, like toxic, very and toxic masculinity. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. But to an extreme, right? To an extreme. Or, or is it yeah. like, yeah. it's like, like men are supposed to do this. What's, pink this is, is for girls. Okay. Was for boys. Because yeah. is there a difference between Latin culture of the machismo man compared to an American culture of the machismo man? I would like, say so. Yeah. The, okay. It's much more extreme. Yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. I think, it's I think, okay. dangerous. Yeah. It's yeah. dangerous. Yeah. It's okay. very violent I, and, and, oh. and, and unsafe. It's crazy because I can't even fathom 
a scenario now where you do something me like where yeah. I I would do something do even course, for my own course. son like yeah. like I'm very I'm very fluid and very open to any ideas that Gavin may have and and I'm absolutely 100% open if if he were to make any decisions that you know mm-hmm. that what for what his lifestyle is going to be like right. 100% for okay. Melissa for, I mean for Saya as well like mm-hmm. it's just crazy to me to even think that 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 I did that like, right, it's crazy. which is why right. I, I I don't I don't judge anyone any of my family because of what they did when they were younger because you know these this was all things that we we learned from our parents. Yeah. And but now that they're older, that's now that a they're older, story. yeah. If yeah. they were doing that <laughs> sure. now, honey, yeah. we would have a problem. For sure, okay. for sure. But you know, and I and I know and I know that about Joe, which is huh. why you know I, I I would never you know hold any grudges and and. Like I said, it, it was really difficult growing up, especially having a father that mm. that was very, very extreme. Yeah, absolutely. He, was I remember he getting. He was Jehovah's Witness, oh. and he was also yeah. very machista, is. and he still is. Really? Yes. Oh. Our mm-hmm. parents, but my mom, God bless her, she's always been so protective God. and she, uh, she has. loving. Like she never. Yeah. I mean. Was always supportive. Always. Oh. Yeah, she, she's oh, okay. She was, she was so supportive. supportive. My, she let yeah. me visit your house once, yeah. so that was cool. <laughs> well, actually, um, she, she she checked all her jewelry when you that. left. It's because colorism. You weren't as dark uh, yeah. as the others, so you know. <laughs> I actually sunburned today, so I see. Why are your cheeks so red? Like, no, well, it's not my. It's weird. on my back. Like I got sunburn on my cheek. back. Oh well, I'm his rosacea. I'm nervous, you know, because I got beautiful people all next to me and where? You know, fan- oh. I mean, I know I'm here, but honey, oh, you know, I'm kidding. Ooh, damn, Melissa well, just glorified okay. you and know you're over here just talking. Well, she liked that about me. I'm real, right? I'm raw. Hey, damn. Like, uh, <laughs> sisters, right? No, but like you know, I am. I I I I will say this. Um, I was very misunderstood as a child, but I know once I came around and I found out who I was and I, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I decided to change my life permanently for the better, uh, my family came around. We had that discussion, you know, when I started transitioning and I, and I came over looking crazy as hell because, you oh, know, that, that was okay. like my first day. You had a talk I, with I, Yeah, I, oh. I, I think I the moment. I have that talk. Oh. I think the moment where, when you actually came out and said, hey, I'm, I, you know, I'm gay. That I think that was a pivotal moment in the family, just in general. Okay. okay. I think I remember that day we were we we st- we were staying in East LA. We all met in that room, and then we had that. Pa- Paul was all serious about it, like oh, 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 we have to have a serious conversation, and we're like, okay, what is it? And then you came out, and we're like, all right, we knew that. Serious <laughs> like, we knew that. Yeah, we were like, where is? <laughs> but Paul being the little <laughs> well, he's always been a serious. Oh, is that why you're against Paul? All the time? No, oh, no, no, I've no. always been against Paul. Uh-huh. But anyway, <laughs> no. you were, uh, you were saying some no. Oh well, actually, but but <laughs> to Let be Brandy fair, after after okay. the, the whole I came out as as what I thought I was was gay. Uh-huh. You know, the homophobia still continued. I mean, they were they already knew. You know, but the homophobia still continued. Not as the, no the beating no 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 longer not, the beating, yeah. not, not with <laughs> the immediate family but here, the but home, like yes, right. Oh, sorry, cousins and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. it, it still continued, but it wasn't until I came out as trans that they really all came around. I remember oh. that moment vividly, and I remember, um, you know, having a family meeting. Everyone uh, went to mom's house, and we kind of sat down, and that's when I walked in looking crazy as hell. You know, I didn't mm. even know who I was. I just, I like thought that <laughs> as a woman, I had to be a certain way. So my the beginning of my transition, I was wearing heels, like full makeup, uh, like okay. big extensions, lashes, just like looking crazy. You know, but. I 
I felt comfortable because I, I'd been so long, not, you know, not being able to to identify express, as myself and yeah. express myself okay. that you know that to me felt comfortable. And oh. I remember once I decided, I said I'll never again um, wear any male clothes. I got rid of everything. I said I never want to be Randy again. Mm. You know, and I made that decision because of like how I was treated as a child and and the homophobia and the transphobia that I faced. That I was just going to move on and do this without my family. And okay. and I kind of decided to that. I, you know, my I had to go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You know, I kind of, uh, you know, it hurt me because I didn't think my family would ever accept me. Mm. So I kind of like walked away from them in a sense. I know none of them pretty much knew other than my sister. But, okay. you know, I told her, you know what, I'm transitioning. I, I was so upset at that time because of everything that I had faced um, mm. as a child and as a teenager that I was just angry. And I and, and I can't I don't I don't want to say I hated my family, but I was really angry. I was really angry inside, especially when I started to transition transition because mm. I said, there's no way my family is going to support me. I'm, on, I'm in this alone. You know, I have to I have to do this alone. And, and, and that was a real realization that I had that I, I, I felt alone at that moment. But I also felt great because I said, you know what, this is a new chapter for me. This is a new opportunity. This is who I am. I this I've never felt better about myself. And I have to do this for myself because oh, okay. Pre-transitioning, I was a mess. I was making bad decisions. I was always getting in trouble. I, I didn't care about myself. I, n I never thought about myself in the future. Mm. I was living for the moment. I was being destructive. I was not a good. I was not in a good place, and it was because I I I never felt happy and I never felt accepted. So for me, it was a struggle. It was always just fighting, 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 fighting. So once I started transitioning, that's when I said, you know, I'm so happy. I'm so I'm in a much better place. You know, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. So sadly, I never felt the support of my family. So I had to just do it on my own. And I remember like about three to six months in transition, Melissa, my, Melissa was like, hey, like, you know, she knew what was going on. And she okay. was like, you know what, I think that you need to talk to mom, you know, she's like asking about you, like you haven't came home. Cause I was like, there's no way in hell they're going to accept me if I walk in as the new, my, my gotcha. new identity. There's okay. no way in hell. Like I'm going to be judged. I'm going to be, it just took me back to, you know, my upbringing. And I just didn't think that was going to be possible. So oh. I was like, you know what, I have to do this on my own. You know, I, I and, um, Melissa was like, no, we have to have That's this. Awesome. And then I think she actually yeah. told my mom against my wishes. Oh, really? <laughs> but I, I was okay with that because I knew that she was coming from, she's like, yeah, she said, good. you know, you need your, you need, mom needs to know, you need your family there to support you. Like she understood. She always has. She's always, she's always been like uh, what, one of my biggest supporters and she mm. continues to be one of my biggest supporters and I love her for that. Like she said, ah, we're best friends. The that's, connection's really that's deep. Th yeah. Oh. From the Barbie we, days. From the Barbie days. <laughs> exactly. Barbie exactly. girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's weak. That's super cool. That I mean, for you to realize and understand that you need, I, it might even been even better per se that your mom heard it from Melissa first uh, as being the youngest and um, the way you can handle conversations and talk and be real and let people know. It's probably great that she got the information from her and then to be the. Uh, not moderator, mediator, or something like that, between yes. the three of you. Yes. And then when you three lock on, like that's the trifecta musketeer thing that the whole family would eventually get behind because you have the support of, you know, Melissa, who I'm afraid of. <laughs> she <laughs> Dude, she's like, an important part of our family. Yeah, and then with your mom. Those two alone would be like, you know, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I always felt like, I don't know, like I said earlier, my mom has surprised me in a lot of ways. And 
I know that my mom loves Brandy. And sometimes I joke like, oh, Brandy's your favorite. Oh, yeah. And because I like br- even before Brandy transitioned when she was little, um, they always had a good relationship, like yeah. cooking and, okay. and being together, cleaning. So Brandy was like attached to my mom's hip. And I felt like that kind of love from a mother, regardless, was never going to. You know, whatever she did, my mom is always going to love her. And, of course, she showed love to my siblings also when, like, she'd have to bail them out of jail and shit, you know. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, she, um, oh, yeah, she did bail me out. Um, yeah. But, like that I said, me. I knew that my mom, like, she had to know because she was going to be hurting not yeah. to hear from Brandy, you know. So, like... Maybe she al- yes. always knew. I well, you know what? She, she always, always knew. Know. She okay. always knew. Probably, yeah. Actually, sure. I Mother's remember. Never. I remember her revealing to me um, recently that that she would always have these discussions with my father. Like, mm-hmm. we need to take Brandy to the hospital. We need uh, to have her seen by a psychiatrist, by a doctor. Uh, she always tried to get help for me uh, and and my brother as well and my dad was just so against it and that mm. that goes against with like the toxic masculinity yeah. thinking that the you can mental do mental health okay. not being real mental health not being a real issue which True. it is even yeah. as a father the machismo macho male thing is like still an extreme it just overpowers, overpowers everything the- yeah. Wow, okay. Because Absolutely. there are p- dads who will disown their kids for being gay or whatever else mm-hmm. other yeah. than a because man. Because in their mind, it's yeah. wrong and right. it, it, it's unacceptable, sure. period, end mm-hmm. of story. I'm like, Joe, I trip out when I hear and see those stories of mm-hmm. real truth. And I'm like, I, I, I just can't, I can't comprehend in my mind me telling my child you're not part of the family anymore. Just because of oh, who you want to have sex yeah. with. And believe me, there is much worse things that have gone on than oh, I've gone through. Oh, that, that, that I've gone through. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. There is much worse cases that breaks my heart when I mm. hear some of these things. Mm. Which is why I feel like it's important that we tackle this this issue in a pandemic in its mm-hmm. own. The transphobia. Because you know, it's not as, new. As, 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 no. I mean, like, there's recorded history you know, during the Roman period right. of them cross-dressing and absolutely uh, gender homosexual. fluid yeah. or not believing in male or yeah. female exactly even one of the emperors was one i mean sadly because it was rome in those time periods they did you know kill the person but mm-hmm. th- at least you know there was still an emperor who uh i believe and i i might get that humongously wrong but i was like born with both uh genitalia I can't remember. Mm. Well, sure. it, that's still the, yeah. The, uh, yeah, that's still something still that occurs. Yeah, and that's not going to change. At the hospital, yeah. they yeah. decide, oh, well, it's going to be this, mm-hmm. and so they, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but it's just showing that throughout history, yeah. it's not intersex. It, it's true. It, intersex. It's so funny you guys yeah. talk about that because I was watching the Orville. <laughs> it's and there's an episode specifically. The Orville is the is the show by. Um, Seth MacFarlane, Seth MacFarlane, the Family Guy guy. Yeah, so he made his own Star Trek, mm-hmm. pretty much. And one of the, it's supposed to be like a comedy, but it's I don't know, it's weird. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I've watched like twenty episodes, and I don't it's know. It's a hit or miss. It is, but anyway, they they have an episode on that um, that's specifically uh, regarding gender and like gender reassignment. So there's a race, uh, there's an alien species mm-hmm. that. Uh, is is supposed to be all male, and then when when a female is born, they reassign it to become a male, mm. and it's just and, and there's a whole controversy in the episode about it. So it's like it's 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 funny because the show went there, uh-huh. and this is a topic that actually happens because this happens in our world as well, where right. where if you're born into like a culture, like I know some African uh, cultures, they'll they'll change mm-hmm. you. 
hmm? without you even getting the decision, getting the right to decide whether or not you yeah. want to be changed. That machismo stuff is is pretty well, just the, as heavily in Africa too. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah and for I think, sure. And I feel like that's unfair because you know intersex and uh, I think it's like hermaphrodite or intersex. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. real, and who's to say that's a mistake? Why can't it be exactly. there be a third right. gender? Right. Why why can't it be just something special? We we constantly wanted to put genders on, on gender on people, and and I just feel like it's unfair because. You know, it, it changes the course of our life in a negative way. And mm-hmm. a lot of the times, uh, for, for a long time, there hasn't been resources uh, mm-hmm. to help us get through these some of the challenges that mm-hmm. we faced. And yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm a lucky and, I, and I'm fortunate to have gone as far as I've gone, um, mm-hmm. be going, being going through what I've gone through, to be honest, because I mean, not like I said, there are worst case scenarios, but at the same time, you know, I I feel like you you have your own story. I have my own story. We have a career too, right? Like based off of your character and who who I am. And, and you know, for, I was never accepted. I'd never had many friends growing up. So for me to now all of a sudden, you know, be a public figure in my own right Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, um, to be doing what I do in, in in the nightlife and, and, and um, entertainment industry, I feel like I, I wouldn't have ever, ever dreamt this in my wildest dreams. I would have never thought that this was possible. So. You said nightlife and entertainment industry, right? Yes. Like bars, clubs. Bars, cars. clubs, television. Um, okay. Uh, a so little bit of everything. How is this uh, whole virus thing hitting your business then? It's non-existent now. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah. I guess I'm talking pre-COVID. You know, obviously. I'm with you, sis. Every, <laughs> right. Joe's in my, I'm in the industry too, so yeah. it's like well, my shit yeah. is. Right. Everything's pretty much virtual now. So I'm doing a lot of things online. I've worked for a few festivals and performances and everything's like pre-recorded, edited and Mm. published like on on, on like a a streaming service. So, I mean, obviously we have to, uh, you know, uh, work it out however we can, especially with with, you know, Mm. this being unprecedented and us all being on the same boat. Everything's pretty much turned into like virtual, digital, online. And so I've managed to do a few things here and there. But again, it's pretty much non-existent. Because you know, Damn. so I'm having to rethink my careers and um, oh, shit. Uh, go back oh. to old habits. Okay. Now I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Damn. No, no. Just, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? No, that's yeah. a whole nother topic. But okay. yes, um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You are married. You yes. are married. Oh, congratulations! Married. That's, that's the other thing. Like, Thank you. Out of all the adversity you faced and everything that you've gone through, and and you know your whole story, you're still married. Yes. Like you're yes. still living. A normal life. For I'm living somewhat a normal life. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, <laughs> got like one year left. Dual yeah. citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> Options, honey. Yeah. Choices. We want choices, especially with the current political climate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but to be fair, yeah. this is like a worldwide uh, issue. Uh, the UK is going through its own issues mm. with like Brexit and. Um, oh yeah, the what happened to that shit? Johnson. Is that still going? Brexit uh, happened. Yeah, well, yeah. It, no, it happened already. Yeah, uh, and I think it that happened two years ago. Really? Yes. Like a Keenan, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in my opinion, the main reason is because we want to be um, closer to the U.S. Well, mm. I say we. I'm not British yet. But the U.S., we want to do more, like, trading with the U.S. and, and have a closer relationship but with my, with the U.S. With the U.S. Oh, oh, you should probably have your own, like, TV show. I should, right? Yeah. <laughs> Help me. Wait, yeah, do all that information. <laughs> like, well, the that, that's US in the pipeline. Yeah. <laughs> I do like pipeline. watching... Um, Crossing oh, Borders. Oh, what is this? Name? <laughs> crossing borders. borders. I like oh, okay. it. Dude, I'm going to make a flyer for it for the podcast. Ooh, crossing borders. Yeah, that's crossing borders. That's yeah, the I need name you of on my team. Yeah. I need you on yeah, my team. Yeah, crossing borders. Yeah. We always find the name of our episodes <laughs> within, within the episode. episode. 
So Jinx. this. this, this <laughs> well, I'm gonna have you, you guys as my first guest. Crossing okay. borders. <laughs> I like that a lot. Well, I mean, the only uh, there um, when people have you know like a good wealth of knowledge and information and stuff like that, and you're already in the entertainment industry, so to speak. We need more people out there again representing who you are, showing who you are Certainly. to the world. So like having your own TV show, or at least I guess nowadays would be like a YouTube series or something like mm -hmm. that. But um, Melissa could be your assistant, yeah, or manager or whatever, that. something like that. In but the US. it's not that hard to produce and do. Like what we're doing here with this podcast, it, we don't have backer support. It's just the energy and effort of yeah, you, and you can really see that. In the <laughs> I set myself up for it. Whatever. Oh, I, didn't. I, God damn it! I this is a serious <laughs> podcast, okay? We're serious no, people. Yeah. And you know, I've yeah. come to learn that my point of view is is, is valuable, and you know, I, all those things are in the pipeline. Um, and it, again, we're in a different time where we yeah. can really become our own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I go, uh, going back to when I transitioned in 2008, it was a different time. There wasn't um, as a big of a support system for the transgender community as we have now. So when I transitioned, um, I was taught um, that the only way you were going to be successful was if you were one passable, mm. which passable means a looking like a woman, sounding like a woman, and, and, and being under the radar in the sense where people wouldn't find they out would never who know. you okay. were. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, there's a long history of transgender women having great being careers. But also being but, attacked but having, because but, they don't. Right. Don't. But uh, having, there's a, there's okay. a hard, long history of trans women that have had full-on modeling careers and, and have been, had beautiful careers, but they all had to do it closeted under and the radar. under the radar okay. and let me tell you it's been it was extremely difficult for me to um uh unwind some of these bad habits that i learned from when i started transitioning the girls from that taught me were like girl the only way that you're going to be passable or live a normal life is for you to to um to to, to be a, a full woman and they were and, transgender, and well, they were transgender as well so oh, i was yeah. so i was like already going into something with with uh, a preconceived like thought notion, of, yeah. of of notion of of like this is the way i'm supposed to be and oh, you know I I, I I i i started like uh kind of uh distancing myself from mm. the lgbt community and um you know i started working as a woman you okay. know i was doing like photo shoots working as a woman and mm. um a lot of people that didn't know because at that time uh transgender the transgender community wasn't as visible mm -hmm. and so i was feeling in my element and I, I i really enjoyed it but at the same time i was constantly having to look behind my back and seeing who was gonna find out who knew right, and there right. was times that they would find out and i might be like a um a, 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 a featured um, character mm -hmm. and I can't tell you one of the experiences oh, a very uncomfortable experience that I had with that they chose me to be um, on screen and when I when I when they were t escorting me to, to, to where I, I had to be uh, recording they were like talking to me and and, and you know so I, I don't have the most feminine voice mm -hmm. so when I started talking they, they were like oh oh uh, oh, they looked at me. Mind you, this was a different time. Oh, you're you're a man. Oh, no, 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 no. They just disposed of what me like I was fuck? garbage. Mm. And you know what? I had to get used to that because it happened more than once. And, you know, it, it, it was, ah. like I said, it was so, I, that taught me that, that, my girlfriends were right, you know, oh, that just okay. proved their point. Like, and that I got to be passable. Really cruel. Yeah, and yeah. that the industry is extremely cruel, mm. and, you know, they really just want you, but how they want you. You right. know, they didn't really um, respect me as, as a person, and, and I get it, you know. I, I understood at that time, but mm -hmm. fortunately for my community, a lot of things have changed, and now we are being embraced for who we are. 
but you yeah. know, it took a lot of battle and and and, and fighting to to. And it may get take it may take are. some more fights. Oh, I, I do feel like the there's entertainment industry is no, it's yeah. still very it's dangerous. Gonna, yeah, yeah. But right. at, at least there's some that's progression, and that's just the perspective from uh, my, my me working. But mm. there's also the dating uh, uh, aspect, aspect of of being a transgender woman at that time. Mm. Again, now I'm You're so married. happy that we're, yeah, right now that I'm married. But you know, now we're headed a different direction. That you know, um, we're now having our moment, and and we're being appreciated and and acknowledged. You know, mm. that's all we wanted. You know, you can't erase us. We're we are real people. We do exist. You mm. know, I. I I don't like that we're constantly sexualized and and seen uh, and put it and and measured by the way that we look, how feminine we are. That's really upsetting, and it took me a while for me to to understand that because I thought that being beautiful was the only thing that was important mm. to being a woman. Okay, and I've come to realize that you know uh, beauty, like they've always said, I I've, I've now understand uh, beauty is only skin deep because. You know, I, I I know that you need to um, contribute, and and we can all. Excuse me, let me take that. I I I know that us uh, that uh, we come from all walks of life. Just the transgender community is a, a colorful community on its own, and we come from all different walks of life. And you know, there's good and there's bad. You know, and just like any other race or gender or anything. And so I'm, I'm I I lost my chance. We we know we, we all know. Look, we, we used all, to have Philly on the show. So we all, <laughs> yeah, Philly would go off on tangents. <laughs> but um, we all know that the All Lives Matter movement is bullshit. But it's amazing to think of all the parallels that, you know, uh, the uh, the trans community and the black community and the LGBT, well, LGBTQ plus, minus, <laughs> et cetera. But like the parallels in those, yet somehow we're, we're we all Separate still ourselves? seem to, yeah, we yeah. all still Because the black community to, is. Is separate from and the black community yeah. also also, but there's a bunch of machismo in mm-hmm. it too. Yeah, you know. Oh, there's and, a lot of transphobia within and the black community as well. Yeah. So, but in all communities, but yeah, yeah. but but uh, the same thing goes for like the LGBTQ community. Like, th- there's also racism, racism in, in that as yeah. well. Yeah, like even even amongst itself. Like, and gays not accepting yeah. transgendered also. Yeah. Right. as well. Absolutely. So it's crazy. It's wild. Like, it's. Uh, humans when, right when people yeah for <laughs> real for real for real like that's that's fucking mind-boggling to me like that we're all fucking human beings and we should all be loving each other but, yes. but With, we all find little things to fucking hate about that's each other. why we need an alien race to come in so <laughs> i can Straight have sex up. with them <laughs> hey i'm with you, you know, which is why you, for me for me this movement black lives matter is so important because mm. this is um uh, a movement for all of us for everyone that's marginalized uh trans for community sure. mm-hmm. you know uh the, the, the uh, native americans as well i mean i know talking about somebody so much neglected in, seriously there's so much injustice and, and and you know we're all now opening up our eyes and I think that we're all doing this together and many of us are outraged some of us are comfortable with the way that things are going but I for one am not and I will not allow it not under my dime I've learned the if one beneficial thing that has come out from this is me realizing who are my true friends and who are the the people I consider my family mm-hmm. you know okay. I've had to cut ties with a lot of people that you know just shared uh, 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 about I, it, tell me. It's sh- that shared <laughs> a, a, a a a thought process that I just don't agree with. You know. Wow, and that's so crazy. You brought that up because just recently, and I know I tell about my roommates a lot, but this is on a good positive note. <laughs> uh, my roommate, uh, Brittany, received uh, she delete not deleted, but unfollowed someone on Instagram because he kept posting, uh, and he's a gay Mexican too, and he kept posting about how much he loves Trump. And he has him with the American flag and 
everything about Republicans, stuff like that. And she didn't like it. And so she unfollowed him. And they've been friends for like eight years or something like that. And then he took it like super personally, like they're not friends anymore. And they had this huge back and forth texting conversation uh, just based off of an Instagram post. It's crazy what, what the people that Social are Social media is taking too to seriously. But yeah. I get it. it I get I get why now. I mean, the, the our, I, th- I think our society is structured on social media now. In the last 10 years, it's become like social media isn't just isn't just social media anymore. Social media is also life like it. it pays, pays people's bills. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I mean, it yeah. does. But but it's it's an extension of what your life is. Yeah, and, it's, it's and showing humans on a different platform. And it's then there's still the argument. Oh well, you know what's so, what's on social media isn't real. What, what you know, like that's not a person's real life. But yeah, it somebody wrote is. it. Like <laughs> it was not, not only that, no, but people really like put their whole lives out on social media. Like, Yay, Joe! Look welcome to Kina. I told you that like what eight episodes in eat, a row. Eat my dick. <laughs> Yeah, I had to delete my Facebook for that very reason, just because it was just not fun Uh, anymore, and it was just becoming too much for me to deal with. And you said, look at Keenan? What's this look at Keenan thing? You're about to say something about me. Uh, You're about to look at Keenan. No, yeah, I cut I you mean, off. Just look at you. Uh, I, <laughs> no, you I know I'm damn sexy, <laughs> Melissa. No, no, no. <laughs> but I, I didn't say look at Keenan. Yeah, you're gonna get use me as an example. For I wasn't gonna use say. you as an example. All right, audience, wind it back. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Call Joe out. No, I was gonna say look at, and then you said something, so I said oh, Keenan. Okay. But it, they weren't gonna. No, I was gonna say look at me. My whole life is on social media. Like I don't hide things about my life uh, on my on my Instagram. Like I I post everything. Like. Well, I don't post a lot, but I'm not, I, I, don't <laughs> I don't hide my shit. I don't hide yeah. like my social media, like my Instagram is my actual name. Like I don't, yeah, I don't, right. I don't have like a nickname on social media. I use my name for everything. And he got I'm, stalked, which yeah. is crazy. Oh Somebody yeah, somebody came after Joe finding so, his name. <laughs> I, I, we talked about this some episodes ago, but yeah. so so we play Call of Duty, uh, Keenan and I, which we haven't really played a lot we of haven't. like in the last yeah, week. Or two. Something's happening. But, <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, we we play we play Call of Duty, and I was playing a match. I play I play with random people. Like sometimes I'll just play by myself and with random people. And uh, the team I was with, we were kicking ass. We were like doing really really good against the other team. And you know my name is my screen name. Like even on in video games. So this dude, like I guess looked me up and and he started talking shit about me and like oh your fucking IG is whack. It has no fucking followers no, he following said, <laughs> he said it has no he said it, it was has something no related context. to content it was something related yeah. to content. like he doesn't oh, post God. enough or something no 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 it was uh it has no it's a cool word that kids are using um any millennials in this room no sauce or some it was some <laughs> okay. shit like that no it has no sauce or so you whatever Groovy. And i was like what the fuck are you talking i was like what are you talking about he's like yeah i'm looking at your ig right now your shit Ew. is trash yeah oh and, but and that's, then he <laughs> like searched joe out yeah like, he searched me <laughs> But then Crazy. it's funny because towards the end of the match, he's like, hey, uh, you have a podcast? <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, oh. He's like, oh, it looks kind of cool. All right, I might check that out. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude. It's fucking weird. Do it. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, social media is just an extension of who you are now. Like, I don't fucking hide. I, I, I'm pretty open about my life on social media. So people who say that, oh, you can't take it seriously. It's not a person's real life. Yeah, there are people who fake the funk or front for the for the gram as they say but there are others who fucking really are exhibit their life whatever mm-hmm. it is like 
who don't and you too, Keen. Your yours your is it, this is coming around. Your, ahead, your thing it. is Keenan Duncan. Like you you don't hide. Oh your, yeah, I remember name. Like you 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 use your real Ladies. name. It's like yeah. We just use it. We and we use it to call out the Karens too. So that's cool. That's well, true. Yeah, that's so it can it can help out. Nice as fucks. Karens and, and Kyles, right? Is it Kyles? Kevin. 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 Sorry, Kyle. I know you listen to the show. My bad. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> it's funny because I, I have a friend in my little group that uh, his name is Kevin. He was just oh, like really? he was like, oh man. He's like, I don't know what to do. I just found out I'm a Kevin. <laughs> and I'm like, what? But that's He's like, that, yeah, they call us Kevin. That's what humans. That, that's that's our history. Well, there's clearly evidence of us ousting some category group or whatever who's not associated with that aka black or latino or something like that and then people attack them or they feel like they have to hide or something like that because yeah the assumption of uh who you are negatively is now to everybody yeah 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 that's true. why you just have to live an honest life and you won't have any troubles. Just what I do. As so, honest as can be. Yes. You know? yeah. Honest can get you in trouble too. Like That's if you're a true, Trump true. supporter openly true. or racist openly, like, yeah, you're going to get what's coming to you. Yeah. You have to be kind. So, so what, what do you do about that? If somebody is open about their love for Trump, do we? down. <laughs> I talk shit uh-uh. to them you until do? they block me. Oh, okay, and okay. The thing, oh shit, well, just, my bad. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> is it should it be respected and not like no physical interaction should happen, but verbally it's okay for them to say how much they love Trump or what? I know well, Joe and I okay, had this conversation. Okay, but that like, some people use that as like uh, deliberately to be racist okay, and yeah, cruel, yeah. like. And it's not a matter of, oh, well, that's my opinion. You need to respect. No, this is not a matter of like, oh, green's the best color. And th- this is a matter of human rights mm. and and treating decency. people. Yeah, right. decency. So what people usually use, even now, using the American flag, people use it as a way, like as they would a Confederate flag. Like, oh, this is America. I'm not going to wear a mask. And like just shit. It's, it's not a it. matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not. It's a ma- when it's a matter of human rights, like it's it's not an opinion anymore. That is something that, like, straight out, I have um, been blocked by family, and I have been, you know, and I rather, I feel like when you don't take a stance, like, if you follow someone on, on social media and they're posting things, the first thing, yeah, try to understand, okay, like, why is this? Well, these are facts, and you list facts, and these people, oh, well, still... They don't argue back with facts. They just talk shit mm-hmm. and they're just ignorant. And so at that point, I'm like, okay, so you're just going to be ignorant. I'm going to keep talking shit. And it, it's like we can't be comfortable anymore where, oh, we're just going to let them talk okay. that. You know, it, that's their okay. opinion. Oh, I'm just going to block them. Like, no, you can't. Because, like, as they say, you have to be anti-racist. You have to be anti-everything. You can't be neutral because uh, the neutrality is just a form of support. Like you're, yeah. So yeah. don't be don't complacent. block them. Actually, yes, go on exactly. an complacent. offensive. Just like Martin Luther King has said, there's white allies. They're not even allies. They're just not doing anything. They're not attacking black people. But when you're not doing anything about it, then like what That's is exactly your stance? Exactly, you're not doing yeah. anything. Who, who exactly. Is, who is that? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. kidding. Everybody who's listening, don't have to buy it. I'm sure that when. I'm sure that when uh, Trump was initially running, I'm sure there were genuine supporters that really liked some of the shit he was saying. Who didn't like, know his history. W- without, yeah, just like, I, I can't say that people didn't know his history because that motherfucker's been out in the open <laughs> before he social, uh, social media. Home Alone, he didn't help Macaulay sure, Culkin get back home. I'm sure there were plenty of people 
who who genuinely liked that he was saying, oh, I'm going to build the economy again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to bring jobs back to America Drain and all this shit. But in the last four years, if you're if you continue, if you're still a Trump supporter based on all the shit that he's that that has happened in the last four years, then that's the fucking problem. Like. Because it's not just about bringing the boosting the economy again and bringing back jobs back to America because that has not happened. Mm. Like uh, he has not worked towards doing those things. He's added tariffs to to import into exports and I mean imports and shit like that. And it's like, okay, we get that. I get that. I'm not mad at, at, at adding tariffs to, 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 to imports and adding an extra tax on that. I'm cool with that. But at the same time, you're also doing things that are, that are harming the economy, that are harming people in general, especially people of color, you know, and, and my and future no- generations. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, you're, he's doing more damage. And good, good, good thing you brought that up, uh, Brandy. He's, he, you said you spoke about future generations. He's, he's um, removing all these environmental acts. That that will allow these corporations to go into our forests, to go into our water supply, and, and, and pollute the passed? shit of it. It's been yeah. passed. Yeah, oh, okay. he's he's redacting some of like, uh, what was this? Because uh, I know they, it's it, there's a there's an EPA, uh, fuck, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called, but he just redacted that, which which has been a staple of the U.S. Uh, to prevent from it damaging our waters and all that stuff. Uh, our natural forests and stuff, right? No, 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 water, our water supplies. I can't remember. Oh, I think, what I'm thinking of something different. So there's because I know there was an uh, a moment early in his presidency. No, this just happened last like, week. He, he was trying to get rid of like the national forest. Oh yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So now the this protections. Is, he was yeah, this is something new. This is yeah, on this our is something drinking he just water. Didn't, yes, or no, no, our our water supply, not just drinking, like where but it's, just in where general. it's coming from. The yeah. oceans as well, uh, right? Like rivers, you wouldn't protect. Like so, so he he just in the yeah, he just did something where where where. Corporations no longer have to um, get do surveys. Do okay. They don't. They don't have to do surveys. Environmental surveys. So they just blow. They could just up do some shit, and then it is what it is. As long as they have, they well, they got a lot the of these companies are, are contributing to. Uh, um, they're loving uh, it. Uh, and oh, go ahead. Sorry, no. Uh, they're to. Um, they're con- uh, they're ne- uh, contributing negatively negatively to our environment. Like Starbucks, yeah, they're, they're looking like, for the book. Okay. Places like the, the companies the like that need to be investing in in in. Um, uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> that's okay. I, I'm just curious that I are they are they like if I own a. Uh, oil rig company or something like that i can now uh, instead of getting a permit i can just dig wherever i want is that the no thing? no no obviously you still need to get some type of permit but you don't have to get do an environmental survey to get that permit anymore in case like there's some indian burial oil ground spills. I'm go. exactly oh, okay. okay oil spills or oh, okay. if you're going to damage any waterways or if you're going to okay. do it like it it's fucking crazy and so what i'm saying is if you're still a trump supporter you're definitely not looking out for Unless it affects the them. People. That's what we agreed upon. Unless it affects them who are supporting him, they're not going to give two shits. No, they don't care. Yeah. And it's a lot of corporations and, you know, like uh, investment bankers and lobbyists and you stuff know, like lobbyists that. You know, lobbyists who are actually who, 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 who want the dollar. The people who are supporting Trump are the ones who want the dollar. So they don't how, give a fuck about the people. How worse do you all think it can get? Like, are oh, we talking? Are we talking worse, like he worse. comes back for another four years? That's very or, dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, very. I think. 
Well, what'll happen is if he get does get reelected, he no longer has to worry about. He doesn't have to worry about a reelection, so he can really do whatever the fuck he wants. So how do you? Get, so if you think he's doing whatever the fuck he wants right now, imagine what he's gonna do when he gets. Imagine yeah. what happens okay. if he gets reelected. Okay. Like now he won't have to worry about a reelection because after his four years he can do whatever the fuck he wants. So he'll he'll this if he gets reelected he'll do whatever the fuck he wants with no repercussions because he doesn't have to come back so what what would i mean what unless he changes that and yeah, fucking becomes some like, type of fucking tyrant <laughs> for like another four like another or eight extends years it i mean well well if you had a war if you had a war towards the end you could technically extend your presidency because that did happen with, no uh after after fdr um they they blocked that so you can't do that anymore oh really yeah you can't do it because fdr did that he did for three terms okay um and then after that, he was like, "No, we we can't do this anymore." We I have thought there was a loophole it. with no, the war there or something isn't. like that. No, oh, no, okay. no, that that was struck back in the sixties or fifties, something like that. Forty, the right after World War Two. Oh, okay. Because FDR was like, "No, we should." He's like, do "Fuck no, huh? <laughs> no," because he did a third term. Yeah. But then after that, he was like, "We shouldn't do this anymore." Okay. I, it was just one of those. It was the fluke, which who knows? Another. It wasn't a quote fluke, unquote, but fluke it was happen. like during this. It it was like a drastic measure, yeah. but after but but I'm after just saying that, it might said, be possible they could find another way to get around that kind of shit. I don't know. I, I, We're talking I, about I, America. You know <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a political. Yeah. Yeah. Ju- ju- uh, Trump just proves that we need like government reform as soon as possible. Mm. You know, Trump is a creation of our broken political system, and I feel like. You know he is a the biggest danger so far, but I I believe that there may be even a bigger danger than him lurking so, behind him, yeah, right? Possible. I, I, so you know what I just think it's that the lizard hold people. the people in power accountable as well. You know I know QAnon, uh, QAnon, QAnon lizard people. <laughs> yes, QAnon. So Brandy was saying something informative, <laughs> no, 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 so no, just shut up for a minute. Uh, Manager, uh, there it my is. Show. Yeah, oh, oh. Joe dropped the show. show. <laughs> I was about oh, to the <laughs> I was going to support you and everything. Yeah, like, our what show, the fuck? Our show. It's our show. Go ahead, Brandy. <laughs> no, no, well, no, no, but, she, I mean, you know, right, obviously, right. uh, it's a, 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 a Trump is a creation of our broken political system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as, as much as we despise him, we also have to look at our government and, and hold them accountable and the leaders that can, because, you know what? Yes. The current state in which America finds itself is 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 the I I feel unacceptable. Mm-hmm. But what have the other past presidents have done? They they've just continued to, you know, um, uh, uh, they've just continued to exploit our, their own people as well. For pre- and I hundred sure. percent agree with that. And the only caveat that I would have uh, towards Obama is that when you look at a map of the presidents. You can see they look pretty damn near all the same until you get this one little blimp, little black dot at the end where you have a great represent. So, because there are a lot of people who say Obama did a lot of bad things. He, you know, he yeah. bombed a lot of people. He did drone strikes and that stuff. The, the sad turnaround is that he was and still is a symbol Absolutely. for like a and crazy amount of opportunities that would never happen if it continued the status Amen. quo. So, he did kind of continue most of the same president like clinton too all the same things but unfortunately yeah that's one i've said that the best thing that 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 obama has done is be black because he gave a lot of us hope and Mm -hmm. he you know uh, finally gave us representation um and and allowed us to to you know be able to identify with someone and in the highest 
position of power in our government. And right. so I've always said the greatest thing he's done is, is be black. And I think that that's absolutely amazing. I just can't believe it took this long to, to have a black president. The and craziest thing about it, I'm sorry, I'm cutting no, you off. But the no, crazy thing about it is that, and you can look this up. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm off by like a year or two, but I looked up uh, with a conversation I had about segregation and it turns out the last segregated prom high school prom was like 2012. 2012, yeah. Like during Obama's presidency, we still had several years of segregated uh, proms. And it's crazy. That that just shows you how uh, much real change can happen in America. Some can argue that even Trump becoming president doesn't really affect shit. No, but also adds to the anyone can do anything. Because if Trump is... It's my Kanye, twenty fucking con man, <laughs> racist piece of shit can Take become it. president. <laughs> then anyone can become pretty president. much. That's why, yeah, you're right, Kanye. That's why Kanye probably feels yeah he can become president. Because Brandy, twenty twenty four, first or, or London, uh, hey. London Fierce. first lady, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. it's fucking and crazy. Melissa's vice president, right? Well, yeah, that just that that or just Secretary goes back Defense. to my point that we need more representation in our government. I feel like a lot of people sell out, a lot of like um, you know, people that we can um relate to end up selling out. It's just so mm. sad how broken our political system is and how corrupt it is. Um, because all these people just end up selling out at the end of the day. Yeah, I think it's really no, hard to find someone that's good. Having even having, we do have minorities in certain political. Uh, establishments, but it, I don't know, I, I feel like I agree with the whole corruptedness. Even if you had a majority of minorities in the political office, okay. I kind of personally feel that it, it wouldn't change as significantly as you would hope it would. I think people would still be corrupt, people would still be doing shady shit. People, that's just the way the game is played in the United States for our government. Like, yeah. I, I I don't know. I I wouldn't know what it, what crazy shit should happen, but I don't know. I just feel like even if you put sad to say somebody who was uh, I don't know uh, female, gay, whatever, as president, it would sell out. It wouldn't. Yeah, you would still see corrupted shit. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. it's sad because if you just go down the line, they, they've all sold out. Mm-hmm. You know, as uh, even as 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 liberal as you think that they are, as good as you think that they are, trust me. Yeah, they're doing something sketchy. QAnon, on, QAnon, on, QAnon. on. <laughs> the real power is money Wayfair, and lizard people. <laughs> lizard people. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean. Sex you know what? Like, let's talk about Bernie. You know, I think Don't like talk so about many. My grandpa. I, oh, I, shit. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> so many young people donated I, to have his campaign. I think we they talked re- about they that last week. They truly believed right? in him. They we believe. Yeah. We, we, and he just gave up. And I want to know why he gave up. Why but did he just? To be fair, he okay. was also okay. contributing a lot of his campaign f- campaign funds to people affected by COVID. Right. He, what, so he did why contribute. at this crucial time would he back up? And, and because, when there like, were so many people standing behind Somebody him. It's already to exhausting so, oh. to campaign as president, but his priority has always been with the people. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think Bernie is perfect. Yeah. But like, you can't just believe that the next president is going to be like, oh, everything that we want. Yeah, he had faults, but compared to Trump and compared to Biden, it was, like, a, better, he was a much better, better candidate. Exactly. So why did he give up? I Like I said, he was trying to uh, not... 
focus on the campaign anymore. He mm. wanted to help the people who were being affected. I feel like this is more of a reason for him to focus on the campaign to make sure that the the right candidate was elected president. I mean, I've traveled. I, I flew to America to vote <laughs> in the primary. Take it off her in <laughs> February. I donated to his campaign, and okay. he just gave up. He didn't even talk to me about it before he decided to do that. Well, let's so, get Bernie no. on the phone right now, Bernie. Bernie. I want to talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about like Elizabeth Warren or or? Uh, let's like, not no. talk about her. Oh no, okay. Whew. Yeah, so, talk well, about no, her. Tell me no, what are your feelings well, about Well, didn't she say form? she was Native American Native American and that was Oh, yeah, oh that's she that. applied for college. <laughs> she applied for po- yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just I just feel like she talks a good talk. She was she's just another one. No, she one was. I do the, feel like she's a traitor. Well, I she, wanted to put it out there with the with the conversation I have about um a lot of the females that I talk to about wanting just a female like regardless of whatever stuff. We need to have a female in the public office, but I was wondering if that causes certain concerns. Same thing with just demanding to have, you know, Obama, I just want a president, that's it. He can do whatever he wants as long as we have him in there. Like, is it, is, should we have somebody in there that just represents no. the coach that we I, want or do we really I want a, a candidate that's fit to be president. Okay. I don't care what color you are, what gender you are. I just want someone honest and, and really for the people. And okay. I just don't think that, I certainly have not seen that in my generation. You'll find those in the movies. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. or, or, and you know what, again, going back to Elizabeth Warren, why why, why did she um, uh, 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 choose um, to stand behind uh, Biden? Oh, Biden dropout you know? too. Yeah. It's just like, we have a candidate here, why didn't no one vouch for Bernie? You mm-hmm. know, it, the, Kamala Harris, again, Biden. Yeah, because like, he was too against the establishment. Exactly. He was not oh, yeah. safe. So and the those, Democratic yeah. Party is does not have clean hands, and, and which is why, exactly. I, in a sense, okay. I, I feel okay. like we do need a third party because the Republican Party and the Do- Democratic Party are both the same. Don't exactly. we have a third part? Isn't the well, they we are do, a party or something? But they don't like take it serious. Okay. They, they don't get. They, yeah. They're not given the chance okay. that all the other parties are given to be able to have a platform to speak against mm-hmm. um, the social issues and 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 really push their presidency. They're not even eligible to be because, on stage. Like, and people. Oh, socialism and like it's just ugh. when here's the thing what is socialism? when oh. when did anti-fascism become bad <laughs> right like antifa is a terrorist why group is, why is why is anti-fascism <laughs> bad like no 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 oh. like i'm really trying to understand why the why the idea of being anti-fascism why that is a bad because thing? Because it just reveals how racist and bad this uh, government is. Can I ask something? Because I'm in. Uh... No, you cannot. <laughs> that, and that is exactly you know, I'm the part of this why. show too. <laughs> no, I just. Uh, You're making up for last week because you didn't really talk last week. So I get it. I, get I just it. wanted to ask because this is going to sound like, oh my God, Keenan, but is this legit? I don't care what who says whatever about me, but. Okay, what is fascism <laughs> and what is anti-fascism? Okay, well, fascism okay. is is basically what what Putin is. He's a president of his nation, but he's really the dictator. Okay, like he uh, he just uh, he just and that's bad, right? I mean, technically, having somebody to rule over you for fucking okay. their lifetime, right, right, without so, you having an opinion of who's going to run the country or how it's run. So, of being course, anti-fascist is good. I think the idea of being anti-fascist is pretty... Hitler was a fascist. Okay. He dominated his country. Gotcha. So why would that be bad? Like, okay. why would being anti-that bad? And that's what people are so, saying about so, people against Trump, right? 
Yeah, like, okay, okay, so you guys are acknowledging that Trump is trying to be a fascist, that he's trying to become gotcha. the, exactly. the, the, the overall ruler, ruler, the supreme ruler. Yeah. Like, and you guys are mad at that? And okay. you know, okay. they use this bullshit narrative that it's like um, Antifa is violent and this and that, but I feel like, yeah, you have to be violent because this country was built on violence and oh, it yeah. continues to be. Our government is violent against oh, yeah. Exactly. Their so, people. like, mm-hmm. they expect you to get slapped in the face for... Uh, you know, hundreds of years, and, and when you respond in a way of looting or, um, you know, protesting in this and that, it's like they clutch their pearls. I know, like I it's hate bullshit. That. <laughs> it gets me so angry. Like, like the U.S. Yeah. was anti-fascist when we fought Hitler, uh, and the British. So. Why is that and, bad? And yeah, it it just trips me out how people are like a paid like supposed to be patriotic and they fight for the Confederate flag, but yet you betrayed your country and now you're just like And you lost. So exactly. just remember you so lost. Like, the I war. really it's just a whole excuse <laughs> yeah. to be racist. Yeah. yeah. It is and J- fascist. JSK said it um couldn't have said it better himself. Look at, this. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> no, because I actually cool. retweeted this because I loved it. It said okay. those who make peaceful revolution impossible make a violent re- violent revolution inevitable and it's true if you're going to be suppressing your people and not listening to them uh, even when they're peace- peacefully mm. protesting then right. you're going to be met with violence and i get it people are angry people are upset we we have not been looked uh, looked out for and you know what it's taking the new generation to really kind of stand up for ourselves because mm. this has been going on for far too long and I, I know that a lot of us feel the same way. We're not going to accept it anymore, and, and change will come. There, what there. is the breaking point for us? I mean, we I had. I think this th- is the breaking ah, point. <laughs> oh my Joe, god, that's inappropriate. <laughs> I'm just curious, like what? Because Joe and I talk about this on a lot of podcasts. What is really going to be the point uh, where you see me out in the street with the fucking M4 with question. the little you know beret hat well, and all that shit? Recently, with you, didn't they do a protest <laughs> where they were armed? The, the yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Was, no, it was wasn't Black Lives oh, Matter. There were like. They even said like we ain't Black Lives Matter. They were um oh that the picture of the like dudes with, feta, with the yeah. with the M fours on their backs up. yeah yeah and yeah. they were and see that's the thing that pisses me off so much is when people are protesting against quarantine on the Capitol on Capitol Hill with guns like yeah. n- the they didn't go send the freaking troops and the SWAT teams to go, you know, and then there's people right now in Portland that are protesting without arms, getting thrown into unmarked vans and Mm -hmm. God knows what else, you know? So it's all about when the black Panther was armed, they wanted to NRA step up in this, but when black people are killed, when black people are holding arms, where is the NRA? Nowhere. Yeah. It's it's just like a racist organization. Crazy. Yeah. So like, where the fuck do you? America is a fucking double standard. It really is. We think that we are the greatest country. We're really not. There are much greater countries. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. America is number one in COVID cases. If anything. QAnon. QAnon. Lizard people. Yes. It, oh my God. Pizza Gate. <laughs> Satanic rituals. So, how, how, okay. Satan. Since Joe's getting a good segue, <laughs> what is your two thoughts on this whole Mayfair child slave sex? I don't know slave enough thing? about you it. You keep saying um, Mayfair, but it's Wayfair. Wayfair? Well, I'm just trying to not incorporate the company because the Look, company would be like, oh, hey, we're, we're, we're a company. We just sell true, shit. That's true, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. A two, I don't know enough on that topic, I but I, people have said it's a conspiracy theory. Sh- okay. I mean, because there's a lot of expensive I, shit out there. I wouldn't there right doubt now. it, though. I wouldn't be surprised. 
I can see how Wayfair is a conspiracy theory, but for sure sex trafficking oh, is yes. not. Yeah, definitely like, not. Like this shit is actually happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend of mine who have been Weinstein. I'm not going Weinstein. back and forth. Epstein, with Epstein, Epstein, yeah, uh, and Weinstein. Oh, well, yeah. I guess yeah. also. No, don't say right. that either. <laughs> well, this is not an anti-Semitic uh, podcast. Bernstein. <laughs> we support They're most Steins on this podcast. <laughs> Except the two major ones. Like, wait, what? That's another topic. I don't know. <laughs> That's the only F- the Steens I know. Free Palestine. Oh, the Bernstein oh, Bears. What about okay. that? <laughs> yeah, the, we we support the Bernstein Bears. Uh, Bernstein, yeah. Unless they, I don't know. Did they do? I something? was gonna say. Well, which, I think they were recently uh, <laughs> caught up in in racism as well. Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised. The Bernstein. Yeah. Bernstein. What? Yeah. Fuck. I I think. I mean, Goldilocks. I mean, they were fucking racist as trick. I think they were portrayed Golden as Hunts? like uh, the Berenstein Bears. Yeah, rednecks. Like, no, no, like uh, they were like these black old black, you know, black slaves yes. and th- with the 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 dress wear and stuff like that. The I always thought them. the Berenstein Bears were rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, or were they the Bernsteins? I don't know. Mandela effect. Oh my god, they're part of it though. They're the part Mandela of the Mandela effect. effect. Yeah. yeah, they are. Right, the Bernsteins or the Berensteins. That's like the the argument. Because some people remember them as one, and then the others remember them as another. Well, bear makes sense because they weren't they bears. Yeah, they, they were. were no, they were fucking uh, rednecks. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, but um, yeah, uh, sex trafficking. Sex trafficking. That shit is real, and um, it's just it's crazy how easily you can find it if you're really looking. Like you can. Oh, do explain, Joe. Fuck. You can find I'm that shit. Really That's an explain yeah. today. I, I, I can show you some shit like. Like, even on IG, it's easy as fuck to find it. And it's mm. fucking scary, dude. Oh. That shit is fucking scary. Like, wow. I've been going down that rabbit hole, and that shit is fucking scary. Like and an investigative thing. Like, like pedophilia and sex tra- trafficking of children. Like, that shit is fucking real. And I'm real. wondering why we're barely started t- starting to talk about it. And I feel like a lot of people are not comfortable talk- well, it's, talking I, about that subject, which is so important for us to And where are the children the from ICE? Where are they? Probably I mean, were sex trafficked. You know the what, ones you, in the prisons, in the cells. In you know the, what's funny is yeah, that the like ice. they're saying that Wayfair is the one who provides like beds and stuff for for those those. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the those people centers. in the cells. Yeah. You're oh kidding. wow! Yeah. So the link. So the it's like they got some designer furniture. The conspiracy is that Wayfair is getting these children potentially and trafficking them and selling them, mm-hmm. and that's part of it. Like there's. Uh, the, the linkage is kind of hard because nobody's saying I yeah. was there. I did. Well, it. I, if you can imagine it, it can be possible. So I'm not the American way. That. Yeah. It is true. Yeah, they live. <laughs> oh my god! You're talking about you lizard people. They're they're alive. No, they live. TV they show? Live. No, the movie. movie. They live. John Carpenter. No. Uh, oh yes, yes. They live. Wait, where it says obey on the on, obey. The, on, the, on the signs. Yeah, it's that's where, where obey came from. It's where the famous saying. Uh, uh, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. So it basically, this movie is about, and Jar- John Carpenter was ahead of his time with this one because this shit came out in like the late '80s, mm-hmm. and basically the movie is so, we're run yeah. that our society is run like all this this upper class society that we have uh, in our in our society. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm saying society a lot, but. Um, are actually like alien beings who control us by subliminal messages saying, buy this, buy that, uh, do this, do that. Uh, and, and they're hiding amongst us with like uh, radio signals and shit. It was so, the 80s, ladies and gentlemen. It, so, but if you watch that movie now, if you watch that movie now, it's amazing 
how close or I, I don't want to say it's close because I don't know if aliens really are controlling us and all this shit. Well, he used aliens, but I mean, but, it was 80s, so advertisement, yeah, yeah. big companies. It was all about money. Like, yeah, yeah. They, if, you, if, you, if you look at it without the aliens, yeah. it's a fucking social commentary, even on what's happening I think today. that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to use aliens as an easy segment so nobody were, would take and it. And people were, te- were, were talking shit about John mm-hmm. Carpenter back then when he released that. They're like, oh, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. This shit is trash. Fucking B-movie. Get Maybe this shit out of here. Maybe he came from the future to, to and, warn and, us. And you really Maybe. watch it now and you're like, fuck, that yeah. shit is pretty fucking Well, the, close. the 80s were definitely heavily in that sort of uh, corruption, government, um, corporation taking control and like advertisement major huge. That Like the 80s were heavy on that shit. So it's not far-fetched for him to go, you know what? I see where this is going because they're doing some wild <laughs> shit on, on uh, Wall Street and all that stuff. I'm going to make a movie about it. And then lo and behold, the technology comes in and it's just, it, it's, it's the crazy. same prediction as like um, 1984. Some of that stuff oh, is coming yeah, yeah. coming to life with having to pay for everything and whatnot. Um, a few of the, you'll see a few of the stuff back from the 60s and the 50s of what they predict the future will be. And some of that stuff is kind of there yeah. in, in different ways. But I recommend y'all watch They Live. If you haven't seen it, it's not a horror movie. If you either, haven't seen even those John Carpenter. Yeah, it's consider well, it's considered it's a horror kinda, movie, but yeah, it's it's not really. I mean, if if it is, it's definitely a social comment, a social commentary. It's a horror social commentary. A good one is Idiocracy. Okay. That's another one. Idiocracy is also yeah. great. That's, that's more like outlandish, but but it, you see some of the stuff is kind of oh, happening with President Camacho or whatever. Something. I mean, President like, Camacho. <laughs> and then the whole Starbucks thing and whatnot. I mean, and butt fuckers and Costco. Yes, butt fuckers. I mean, you and the whole Gatorade and electrolytes. Can you and imagine stuff like that? if 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 uh, fuck, what's his name? Um. Terry Crews? No, no, no. Oh. The, uh, the 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 creator, uh, Judd Apatow? No, no, um, it's not Judd Apatow. It's uh, uh, what's his name? Judge. Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Yeah. If Silicon if, Valley, dude. If the if the commentary on Starbucks being a uh basically brothel. A brothel, yeah. If he's making a comment on Starbucks being something else, else? I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm fucking QAnon, QAnon, QAnon. <laughs> it could be. It could be uh, associated with certain businesses using female, beautiful females, to be their fronts for like, you know, to attract people to come in and buy stuff. It, I, oh, that's dude. it's very it's the small oldest trick in the exactly. game. Exactly. So it could be expanded. It's the oldest profession. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Seriously, man. now Sex with this whole um, uh, uh, you know, trans it. lives matter, I'm telling everyone, hey, y'all, book me, book me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to jump on this bandwagon and be like, hey, I'm trans, yeah, that, book but me. That's what I'm Wait, talking my about. Ass, that's honey, what I'm saying. Me. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, it, they're being exploited. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're fine with it, then... If there's a way you know? to use it to take same, that... Same well, way yeah, they need to get their coins, too. Yeah, what I mean, are they going to book like a heterosexual cis person? It became cool to be gay. And then, like, yeah, Hollywood exploited the like, shit out of it. You get that platform, and then you call them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's absolutely necessary. I've been dealing with ex- existentialism throughout this whole COVID shit. What's man. wrong with you, Joe? Talk I to us. I don't know, man. You have like, you have family. Here. I've been, <laughs> <laughs> I've I've really been dealing with just like. I'm kidding. This is probably really like, serious shit. I'm no, just kidding. No, no, I mean, no, it like, it's ser- It's not serious. Okay. But it's existential. Like I've really been thinking about like what 
life is. And we've had conversation, multiple conversations about this, but mm-hmm. like really sitting down and saying, like, what is this reality that we're living in? Like, uh, it's not. <laughs> and then I, and then I, and then I've watched like. It's so weird that there that there have been like a lot of shows and movies that I've watched in these last four months that have hit that mark that are like fuck, like uh, and I watch a lot of anime and there's a shitload of anime that I've been watching that's just like what the fuck. I just watched this one called Japan Sinks 2020, and it's basically a what if scenario, and what would happen if fin- if that earthquake that Japan's been waiting for finally happens and mount fuji actually erupts and all this shit and then you're watching it and i'm like fuck and and all these scenarios feel so real and it's like what would i fucking do if if literally the world was crumbling below me like or or the world was ending like Mm. i've been dealing with a lot of like world ending scenarios and rightfully so because we're living in a pandemic right now and people don't take it as seriously as they need to take it and you really think about like what the fuck would really happen if life was ending like how how would people really react how would i react like what would my what what would my reaction to a lot of these these events be and it's just crazy thinking totally. about like like your family your, your exi- mm-hmm. not not just your family but your existence yourself because You're obviously, I, I, no, I, no, 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 I'm, I'm, no, I think about my family. Like, yeah, of course, I'm going to think about my kids. And, and, okay. but, but really thinking about like myself, like, what, say a scenario where I'm away from my family doing some shit and a disaster hits and my family dies. Like, and I go searching for them, and I find out that they die. I search for it with you, Joe. And then, uh, but what, what would You'd I be do dead. then? Oh shit! <laughs> you killed me in what, this scenario. But, Just but what would I do then? Like, how would I? How what? What would I do? Like, how would I survive? What happens next? Like uh, the Denzel Washington movie where he was blind. What oh, the Book of Eli. Book of Eli. Or some Mad I don't even Max think shit. of the Book of Eli. I think more like more along the lines of like War of the Worlds. Oh, okay. Like okay. that's more akin to like what are you gonna fucking do? Because because uh, Book of Eli is already a post apocalyptic yeah, society. Yeah, it's after what happened. So it's already like it's it's it already found its structure. I'm thinking about like as the disaster is happening and society is falling before our very eyes. Well, like, something that you could see happening that isn't destructive to the planet. I think on a on a very good percentage, decent percentage, you'll be okay. You you all be okay. But if it's like a Fucking I'm talking about like world-ending oh, disaster, like oh, big well, I mean, ass like, earthquake that are, just destroys society. Just, society, yeah, but like if there's a big ass meteor, you can't. You, everybody's dead. But if, if like an earthquake hits, you you could possibly survive. Okay, at some okay, point. okay. But a big ass earthquake happens, and then Everest explodes. Mm-hmm. It finally erupts, fucking damages everything. Satellites don't work Me. anymore. Everest? Everest doesn't have a volcano. It's the one in the Midwest. Uh, I'm sorry, not Everest. Yosemite? Uh, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what's, what's the one in Yosemite? Not Yosemite. I don't know the name of the mountain. Uh, ee, I what should know it? the name of the mountain. Yeah. Because it exploded not too long ago, like in the 80s or early 90s. Oh, shit. What? Isn't it Everest? No, it's not Everest. What is, it's in the Midwest. It's the biggest volcano like on it? the planet. It's like on it's the one in the US. by Yosemite, yeah. isn't it? Maybe it's called Yosemite. Ooh, shit. My phone. Well, I turned no, my phone on silent, so 
Uh. No, but anyway, what if what if the what if the inactive volcano that we have here in Eruptus. the United yeah. States erupts? Yeah. And then we have fucking earthquake and then we have a fucking hurricane Monsoons, and we Monsoons. have yeah. like all this shit that happens yeah. that 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 crumbles our society. Okay. Absolutely fucking devastates it and there's no more structure. Okay. What the fuck do you to, do? Only the fittest would survive yeah. and you'd have to rebuild and And that's why I'm like faced with my uh, well, you not, do you know how to make a fire? Uh, no, I do. <laughs> okay, then no, you're but, good. but I'm thinking like, but, but, but. I mean, you'll lose. Man, you'll, you know what? Saying, not saying, you will lose everything. But if you're talking about survival, if you're talking about your mindset, you're maybe you're just fucked. But your survival as a human, I can survive. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. I don't know, man. You 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 be fucked up. But I mean, are you saying what are you gonna do mind wise? Because I mean, maybe that's just Am the engineer. Crazy. No. It's just the engine, dude. I, I, <laughs> I not going. I, you I, are. <laughs> I bring up questions like these to Joe and Philly all the fucking time without the podcast, um, because my mindset is that if there is a 0.5 percent chance that something like his scenario would happen, what is Keenan gonna do? And Keenan, the engineer, is like, I'm gonna take out whatever I can that could be valuable, either cash, money, or jewelry, or some shit like that. Um, smelt it, put in little coins, and then I would have. You know, my house where I would build a bunch of shit that I could survive off of. You know, maybe a, a bicycle generator, get electricity going, or reroute the pipe so I have flowing, this, running water, or this, live by the lake or something like that. This is under the assumption that gold will be valuable. Just, yeah, I know. Like, people, people think coins. that the gold standard is going to, like, no matter what, if, it, if the economy crumbles and all this bullshit, that gold is going to reign supreme, like... No. no, we're gonna the, go. Whatever shiny. Who gives a fuck about gold? Like I don't get. I'm, I'm gonna give a fuck that about what no resources value. you go can back provide. Bartering, yeah. toilet Pretty, paper, bartering, food. Fuck bartering. gold. It'll gold is fallout. shit. But can you fucking sew some shit? Yeah, can you yeah. make a shirt for me. Can That's you, what you gotta do. Like so, gold doesn't mean yes. shit. You are solving your problem right now. Yeah, clothing would no. be the last of your worries. We'd be living in like a post-apocalyptic like scenario where all you would want, you'd probably be eating from the trash, trying to. Y'all gotta watch Neon Y'all gotta watch Neon Genesis. Dead. Yeah, yeah. I gotta watch Neon Genesis. My boyfriend's a doctor, so I'm not tripping. <laughs> and my man is really good hands-on, so I'm, just, I'm not even tripping. No, I but just hope I'm with him. This is exactly why during the pandemic, like, um, you do have to dig in within yourself and say, well, like, what can I provide? Not that that'll make you, um, that that'll, you know, put a value on you, but for yourself, like, what can I provide for myself? What can I do? to survive whether you're like even a carpenter to build things for yourself build another house from scrap barter uh, with others exactly food mm-hmm. you know and and that's the thing that is also kind of what i need to learn more about is that there's a lot of regulations that the government and you know puts upon us about mm-hmm. growing food yep. or uh storing water you know those are there are some restrictions on that and it's like why the fuck should we why should there be a, a cap on how much water we can store, on how much food we can grow? And, you know, so th- those are things that we do have to learn, too, to prepare ourselves for that moment. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, is, I think, isn't it, like, illegal to collect rainwater? Yeah, that's in, I've, I've been researching Angeles? that because when I move uh, to Bakersfield, like, we, we do our own compost now. And we have a little garden where we're growing, like, essential food. 
but I was also researching there is like a, a certain amount of water that there's a cap on the water that you mm -hmm. can collect, mm -hmm. like only certain amount of barrels. And how do they monitor that? Like, will people come to your house and go, hey, you hey, got too so much water? Someone could probably monitor. report yeah. you. There could be a Karen who looks oh, over yeah. your fence and Fuck. says that you have more than I do and calls you know, someone on you. Yeah. You have too much water. <laughs> right? I count seven barrels. You're only supposed to have five. Exactly. I'm calling Just the Just because you have like kids. I'm going to tell them you're attacking me. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe this is being allowed. This Karens and cat Like, I know they existed before social media and, and t uh, smartphones and stuff like that. But, like, to this extent, maybe I'm, we're just seeing it more. Because we have camera phones. It amazes but me that they're still doing what they're doing, considering mind you know, that we're going to come what after the, them. Even that, but like, how do you see? And you know what pisses me off? Like, oh, I have a life. Please, I'm sorry. Don't come and out. it's yeah, like, like wh then what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> this is not me. This is not who I am. Like, seriously? Yes, it like, is. Yes. I, I hate that too. Camera. That effort you put in to get on somebody else, but the moment somebody comes after you, you're like, you're playing innocent kitten. And it's yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, real quick, uh, I replaced the battery on my fire alarm. So if you haven't been hearing the beeping, <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, oh, yeah, I did hear that on the last You did? Episode. I didn't hear it at all. I did. Maybe I, I'm... I, I, I think because we're used to it. I guess so. I guess so. I didn't hear it all, but, but um, I'm like, what? There's something else I wanted to mention. Okay, oh. yeah. So on the topic of you're you're thinking about the you know existential. I'm not thinking about Hold survival. On, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So I got that one. Okay, okay. But okay. think about it. Like, if it weren't for the pandemic and we weren't secluded with ourselves, we wouldn't be putting thought into this. So it's also another topic of why people want to open this and that and sports because mm -hmm. it takes your mind off of you really digging within yourself and looking at the problems in our society looking at the problems within yourself so it, it just trips me out that it took a pandemic for us to really like look into but i'm not talking flaws. about survival that's what i'm, I'm yeah I'm, and i'm not either i'm just saying in yeah, general she, i'm only that was to look, you. you know what's wrong with you as a person <laughs> what's wrong with uh, no i'm not government. talking about what's wrong with me yeah, I'm wrong about with oh well i can talk about what's wrong with you hey. i can talk about what's wrong with me all day oh, shit. <laughs> <Let's get it. laughs> so do, do you, any Garbage. of you think about your existential self like your existence as a human being on this planet i do a lot and I try to think, like, how can I contribute to the world and people around me? And <laughs> it's not yeah, the same. because no, you're, it's, it's you have this ego that's just <laughs> no. within your well, just it <laughs> doesn't it's, go beyond you. No. <laughs> I, I'm I, not I, talking about self improvement and what I could do to better. I'm talking about just the ex existence of humans. Of humans. Yeah, I got you. And I'm there. if you don't, if you think about the existence of humans and you don't think what you can do to be, be a better human, then what was, does that say about you? But that that's that's completely separate from what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so what's I'm your not point? Thinking about We're just getting to the, the base model of it. Yeah. Any additives is is uh, a necessity to pitch in because you have to go after the human part. Uh, but the baseline of just your human existence, uh, like, can you picture a world like without humans? You know, are you comfortable with that? I would love a world without humans. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. But then you yeah. wouldn't exist. Anymore. I know. Yeah. Like, you you're well, I'm here. Not human. Yeah, you're here. As, I mean, I don't, I'm kind of curious if other like animals Walter think Mercado. That. This is about just the a vessel. <laughs> this is I am more than my body. Uh, okay. When Have you watched this documentary? Yes, it's beautiful. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's oh, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I it just reminds me of my childhood and primer impacto. Go ahead. 
Well, you know what? And it, and it also, um, I think that he was really important um, to, like, you know, Hispanic culture just because of who he was. And, you know, we're talking about Walter Rico. No, okay. uh, we're not what? talking about existence or anything. Okay. Sorry, I don't, um, he, I'll nod and smile. And, and you know, again, uh, having, uh, showing someone that people can relate to and him being gay at a time where it wasn't accepted, okay. which he was. Or I mean, gender non binary. Gender non binary, or, you know, uh-huh. however he, 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 he um, represented himself i just felt like was important because he was being him at a time where not so a lot he of, was not by we, not, we okay. didn't have enough of that well, yeah okay. if you if Does you look through his interview he says like no i have sex with the earth and like the wind but like he never identified as like a male or female and he, you can even see that in the way that he dresses oh, well, yeah, for sure. and and uh, to be fair and to be uh, quite honest um i didn't always understand non-binary but i've came a long way okay. since then i feel like that's good just goes to show where the division within the lgbt community exists where melissa was saying earlier where you know um gays not all gays support trans and vice versa gotcha, uh, and okay. non-binary to me was very confusing and for a while i was taking it personal because i i thought here's this new uh, 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 a group of people that are identifying as non-binary and i felt like they were kind of uh com- creating confusion and I, it was just being being selfish and not really um uh, being open-minded and okay. i've come to learn that even me myself, I didn't always um, understand where I fell in the spectrum. So for someone that has the, the option of, of uh, identifying as non-binary, it's extremely important because not all of us can can be women or feel like we 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 we, we have we, we we want to, you know, uh, go through with that transition. And not everyone can be can be men. I mean, society they they have so many expectations of us um, in whatever gender you 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 um, identify as that you know where do people that aren't one or the other fit in? Okay. You know, and I can see how. Uh, and I understand and I appreciate how uh, non-binary, uh, how people can identify with non-binary. And I feel like it's extremely important for us to be able to understand that they don't want to be men and they don't want to be women for whatever reason that they have. You know, they, 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 they just want to be fluid and they just want to be themselves. How does know? one write like a story? If I'm writing a story about somebody who's non-binary and you need the English words of like him, her. Them, there. It's just, just them, there, them they. There, oh, okay. They. okay. Them, they. Well, they would... Yeah, but why would you write a story of something that you're not? That's taking away the dialogue from people who are actually experiencing, and that is the issue. That's for every literature. There's people no, who are women who write books about men. Men write books about women. Perspective, from the yeah, perspective. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. But if you don't have like knowledge about it, then why are you going to write about it? Read from the people who experience those things. It's an example. It, it can't. It <laughs> doesn't work go like okay. that. <laughs> it does actually. Not, not the, everybody like. Everybody Listen. Write. Read about <laughs> write about what you know and no, read about what I, you can't, know. I, I, I can't, I can't work agree like with that. that because if you have characters, if you if, if you're writing a story and you have characters that are different, they should you not include those characters. And if so I that want, the, so so that the yes, so that the actual, you do include them. But that's but, what I'm saying. If okay. I wanted a character who was non-binary, I can't just go. Well, I'll let somebody write. The whole book, like I'm gonna write the You'd story. You have to educate yourself on of course. That's, 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 why I'm that's where the question yeah. came that's from. Key, How right? do I say it? You know right? what? I don't like, like the way you're you, coming you, at look me. Look at this so. social justice warrior <laughs> over here. Just oh immediately, God. she was immediately like <laughs> yeah, against you. Immediately defending. Like, that's my yes. whole life. Like, how is that? How is that okay, defending? But see, though? No, okay, Why can't I, you write okay, about a character? Me, I literally just asked the question okay, to let define. Let me just retract. Let me go. Take a few <laughs> oh, steps back. There you go. Okay. Because I feel yeah, attacked right now. But I also so. said, read about what you don't know. 
which is good like researching okay yeah you're researching asking that question i guess so i apologize <laughs> you don't have to apologize and i will say yeah i was in the just wrong just be a man about it no i'm just kidding 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 he didn't mean that right <laughs> at all he didn't. yeah no. he didn't i mean we even had our topic or subject that we should start calling people what pussies now yeah, instead of dicks yeah because we, we, you need, to, and it should be they're a good more powerful. Thing. Well, yeah. I mean, why does We're it making have it a to good be exactly know, a, a negative thing? Just like when you call people fags and, mm. and 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 oh, that's some gay shit. You know, they, you know, when you when you use those terms negatively, it really has a negative impact on our community because it, it, it singles us out and it makes us like uh, something negative. And 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 I just yeah don't really feel comfortable with that mm-hmm. just because of uh be you know my relationship to it growing up. Um, and so, yeah, I'm glad that that the world is changing, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that we're now being more more sensitive to to a lot of these things, you know. And, and, it, I and it takes us to have these important conversations to be able to th- know and that's what it's where all we about. stand. And Joe, I'm I forgive you questions. for. I've scrubbed that from my vocabulary. Thank you. So you know, and like, and going back oh, to, okay. I didn't quite get to finish my story. I thought this podcast was about myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it is. I'm like, wait a minute. We have the soapbox for that. Yeah. But going no, back, but go ahead, the, go ahead, my go story ahead. does have a happy ending as far as my my coming out to my family. Okay. Like I was saying earlier um, uh, about um, me coming out as transgender and how difficult it was for me and how unsure I was of the future. When I came out uh, to my family on that um, that very you know um, on that very day, uh, I will say and I give a lot of credit and that's what kind of um, uh, gave me faith. Uh, um, uh, that I could possibly, you know, have my family as a part of my life was the fact that after I came out, I never once was was misgendered. I never once was 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 uh, called out of my name by my brothers, by my mother, by my sister, by anyone that that know, knew me. They really kind of like I think that it really resonated with them, and they understood how important it was um, for me to be uh, supported at that time. And mm-hmm. so I'm really proud of my family for that very reason, and which is why. From then on, I would I just never hold, held a grudge against them because oh, cool. I knew that they understood and I mm. knew that they came around. And you know what? I feel like like many times my, my mother is one of my biggest supporters. She stands behind me one hundred and ten percent. And we have a very close bond. I speak to her regularly. And you know, I, I, I'm glad that 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 I that I, I'm her child because I was able to give her a different perspective as well and change her mind and her opinions. Because, yeah. like Joe said earlier, we grew up very, very religious, and grew up Jehovah Witness, and a lot of those things did not go down well. And you know, just who I was, period, was never okay. So for me, I, I always had to push back. So I've been used to pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And I feel like a part of me, I wouldn't want to change anything because I may not be where I where I am if I if I hadn't gone through some of those mm-hmm. things. It's built character. It's made me extremely strong. And confident, and and it's allowed me to love myself, something that I I never really did. And now I love myself. I love who I am. And, you know, I know that I have a bright future ahead of me, something that I never thought that was possible in the past. You know, and I know that my point of view is extremely valuable, and I know people appreciate it. And and, and a lot of people, and people look up to me for whatever reason. And I love Mm -hmm. that I'm able to identify with others, not just the trans community, but women, men, and people from all walks of life. And that's what I wanted was to create some sort of impact open up people's minds, change people's uh, opinion and perspective uh, uh, on the trans community. Because I think 
society from the beginning has done a lot of damage to my transgender community mm. by uh, depicting us as men in wigs and, and undesirable and not attractive. And none of that is true. And, and at the end of the day, that's not the most important thing. Physical looks is not the most important thing. And like I said, I don't want my community sexualized anymore. I want us to be uh, appreciated and acknowledged for our talent and our contributions to the world in general because, you know, we're saving lives. We're, we're, we're really kind of, we're giving for people sure. opportunities. Mm. We're, we're educating others we're inspiring and I think that that there is so much we can contribute if the world would just calm the fuck down and open up their minds and open up their hearts and appreciate us because mm. like I said we're, we're a beautiful color colorful community just like any, every other community that exists and you know we've been around for a long time and y'all need to get it together and start getting with the program because we're not going anywhere i sure yeah. as hell i'm not going yeah. anywhere Damn, honey right. and i just got my voice and i'm just getting started <laughs> Crossing so borders and i don't even have a platform right now so you better believe that <laughs> this when is i kind do of a well yeah this is my platform okay this yeah. is my first podcast yeah. and you know I, I i just want you know this this show isn't over yet right we, we still got about 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. she's, she's, oh. she's over here wrapping it up like <laughs> and, and i'm here no. <laughs> It's cool. Crossing oh Borders, God. new season. And on, that's uh, right. Come, coming at you, <laughs> right. Discovery Channel. And when I meet new people, and, and uh, you know, I, I don't mind the questions. I, I'm all for it. I want to educate. If you want to learn, uh, then I'm willing to educate you. If you're going to be malicious or mm. rude, then I got no time for you, baby. What's and, and the... What's the Sorry, okay, but no, I, I don't have a question. It's no, a question please, of a question, free. but ask me anything. What is the, I'm an open book. What is the wildest question you got that was legitimately curiosity? It wasn't hateful. It wasn't like trying to be funny, but it was just so oddball that they asked it because they just didn't know. Um. Oh, I uh, probably. Um. So they asked me if I got like if if I if I like had surgery to remove your penis. No, to 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 oh, add shit. a penis. To add what? a penis. to add a penis. Like yeah. two. <laughs> yes. What? Like oh, I'm transgender. What do you mean? Oh well, you know. Um. I I I was like uh, uh born male. I was uh born male at birth. And yeah. They just oh, so does that mean that you you got a dick that you yeah that you got oh, the operation to get wow. a dick? I'm like, okay. No, no, it's like the. the the is that physically possible? I, I or yes, medically possible? Well, I mean, there are to trans men. Trans men. Well, uh, oh, like, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, if you never transition. had one, and then you, well, yeah. Well, trans, trans men. men. Oh. There's a surgery now. Oh, that they okay. Can, that they can. Well, do. I just think it's crazy how far we got in, in like medical science, where you can have a functioning without even having a penis, have a functioning penis and. What uh, scrotums or testicles? He, yeah, that fully well, function. You know, the um, science is is ahead of the game, That's and they are do, changing lives. And and I, I can't even begin that get is started. That is, uh, but no and then that goes to. to I mean. <laughs> and I feel like it's important that we that now at this very moment we start talking about things that that we we are. Um, that, that we, we're uncomfortable about and things that we normally wouldn't talk about because there are a lot of uh, marginalized people that are not getting the, the, the respect that they deserve. Again, like I know the transgender, the trans men as well, mm. uh, women that transition it's into men. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like they're underrepresented and, and we're all, I, I think it's great that we're all talking about trans women, but we need to talk about our trans brothers as well. And I feel like like they, they need more representation. We mm. need to talk about them and respect them as, as men, the men that they are.
and uh, make sure that we have these conversations with our families, with our friends, and even when it makes you feel uncomfortable. Like, I want people vouching for me. I want people standing up for me. Mm-hmm. Even if, if and, and this whole idea that if you stand up for a transgender woman, you, you're, you're, you're attracted to her. Well, well, first of all, what's wrong with that? Yeah, Second what of all, wrong what's wrong with, with that? Mm. Like, y'all, people need to really, like, get, get 100 with themselves and look within themselves and, 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 and grow some balls and, you know, just, just appreciate people for people. Yeah, Stop trying to make sexualize everything. We don't want you. Like, people, I'm tired of people thinking that the LGBT community, gay guys, trans women, are all are so thirsty that they're looking to, to, to hook up with anyone that they see. Just so because your guy does not mean, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes. kidding, kidding, kidding. You know, and, and, and these are issues that, that, that are, 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 are real. And Keenan's basically just desperate. <laughs> and fuck. We joke about it. Excuse me? Huh? I just spoke about it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying Keenan will take anything that comes his way. You, you on know, the forehead, please, not in the mouth. I was going to say oh, man, woman, and child, uh, but then no don't do the children. No children. <laughs> That's why now I, 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 um, I, I'm also a hostess and, I, and I'm an MC and I speak on the mic at nightclubs and events. And I always say, uh, and I don't really necessarily use ladies and gentlemen anymore. Oh, I say um, them, they're, um, uh, and I and I represent for uh, for my community all the time. Well, that's kind of old. That's school, why I say welcome one, yeah. welcome right. all. Right. Oh. I, of course, uh, yes, welcome one, and everything welcome in between as well. Okay, you know, okay. and and it, I just feel like it's important that we start changing some of these, these um, uh, 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 th- things that have been set in place by society. I'm not yeah. about tradition anymore. Traditions are made to be broken. We're moving in a different direction, and I'm just, I, I'm not going to be no longer be a slave to societal norms and what people think about me because I've I've held back Which, long enough. Yeah, and like I said, me um, coming now, I feel much more confident being transgender before I didn't before I didn't want people to know before I didn't really feel comfortable talking about it and now I'm just like no you know what I need to represent for my community and I need to you know stop being self-conscious and love myself and, I, and I've come a long way once Let's I started don't. thinking that way I'm just like you know what I didn't come out out of one closet to go into another you know I need to I'd rather hey, be that's surrounded good. I get right yeah, I'd rather be yeah. surrounded about around people that that love me and appreciate me and admire me rather than people that are gonna uh, throw me good. away like the moment they find out who I really am and, nice. and it took experience it took time for me to feel that way you know mm. before I, I I felt like um, I, I felt that my value was like was based on what others thought about me and now my value is based on who I am my, my and what I can uh, bring to the table you know yeah. and at the end of the day I'm just a person I have mistakes I'm not perfect um, you know I, 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 I'll never be perfect and that's what makes me perfect so I guess I am perfect <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> right. it's funny because okay we brought you on the on the episode because you're my sister and obviously I like, am no no well you know uh, like Yes, you are trans, but we didn't want to. We didn't want to focus on that. Absolutely, the fact that you're the one who started and and you brought it up and you're comfortable enough to mm-hmm. speak on it, then that's we were just yeah. going to let the conversation go wherever. Because you saw go how much and, we talked about that right. was non related. No, of course, no. But I felt like I feel like it's my duty as yeah. a trans woman, and, um, and I, I feel like it's all of sure. our all of our jobs to be uh, ha- uh, to uh, have our own form of activism that we stand mm, and by. this is absolutely the platform to do it like again we're uh, this podcast is it has no boundaries 
Really, like we talk about anything and everything, mm-hmm. even shit that we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. We'll still talk about it. One hundred percent. So the fact that that you were very comfortable with speaking about that is is greatly appreciated because Thank we you. didn't know what the conversation was going to be. You know, um, if it went there, you know, we were going to let we were going to, you know, tread lightly because we weren't sure, you know, right. Where, and how, I appreciate that because into, I haven't always felt comfortable, but now I'm just like, I, I, I need to do some damage control and I need uh, to educate others. And like I said, I'm more than willing to educate for people that are um, genuinely interested in finding out about the transgender community. But what I don't like is, is those um, people that laugh and are not mm. genuinely interested and just want to be ignorant. That's okay. when I'm just like, you know what? You're not even going to upset me. I'm just going to walk away because there's no, yeah. uh, I've been doing this for far too long. And, yeah. and you know what? You it's know just waste of time. And yeah. baby, good luck. Because I know at the end of the day, you're going to be in my DMs, hitting me up, <laughs> trying to get it cute. <laughs> and it ain't happening. Speaking where do people find your advocacy? Or where, where would people find you so they can communicate to you, talk to you, back and forth? Um, is it Instagram or yeah. is there other well, websites? I just pretty much use Instagram. Okay, I, okay. I, I use Instagram, um, which is LA underscore fierce. F-I-E-R-C-E. Um <laughs> But um, Melissa, uh, were you gonna say anything at all throughout this whole podcast? <laughs> oh my god! Besides that, you're an asshole. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I will. I will you. give. I have to give credit to Melissa because she yeah. has sparked um, uh, uh, something in me <laughs> that, that I never really took serious, yeah. which is my own form of advocacy. She is a, a, a trooper, and she fights for what's right. And I admire her, and I love her very much. And she is a. a, a an example for what an ally is to the trans community and what it's what 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 every one of us should should take it upon ourselves to do it should be yeah. it's it's almost I it's super i want to say super obvious but when you tell the story of the whole barbie thing it was there since you were like a toddler you were always Pretty there much. for the support of having your big brother play barbie dolls with you mm-hmm. wherever it was hidden but it's almost like your destiny was written and even then, I, she would. She, when I would hurt, she would hurt, and and yeah. that's why we're so close because she knew the pain that I would go through, and yeah. she, I knew, I saw how, how she, how Can how I test unfair this out it was. Real quick? Test whatever. Oh, excuse me. Do not touch her. I I've already. You know what? You can't come at me like that. He was testing if you could feel her. Pain. And I yeah, had yeah, to yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah. I was watching what you're <laughs> doing. Fuck over there. She's already been oh on this. Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke on your pain. I'm just I, well, kidding. okay, that came out super wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> and with Great. that being said, <laughs> gosh, this fucking flew. Yeah, it did. And with that being said, in two hours? Oh, yeah. 15 more minutes. We've come to to the soapbox portion of our show. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar with the soapbox portion, we basically take our time, uh, each speaker, each visitor who's come, uh, they take their time and they can speak on anything they want to speak on, whether it's promoting something, shouting someone out, venting on something that uh, they they have pent inside. Whatever it is, you can speak on it for as long as you need to, uh, uninterrupted. Um, usually, we'll start, uh, if we have a guest on, mm-hmm. we'll have the guest start and uh, speak their mind and then we'll move on. So, uh, we have uh, Brandy and Melissa. Melissa's already a previous guest, so Brandy is uh, going to jump this off. Brandy, then Melissa, Keenan, and then I'll close it out. Boom, boom. Uh, Brandy, thank you for being on with us. Uh, it you. is your soapbox. 
Thank you. Um, so basically, I just want just everyone to be more aware and more sensitive um, towards the transgender community. And if you don't know, well, you know, try to find out. You know, um, there are now tools and, and, and resources that you can use to educate yourself on the trans community, which I feel like as a human being, you, it's just something that we should all um, do. And and that's not just that doesn't just go to the trans community. That goes to any marginalized group. Black Lives Matter. You know, uh, underrepresented um, uh, people, and just you know, I just want the world to be a better place, and I really want us to take this mo this time uh, in in our lives serious, and 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 create change, and not go back to our old ways, and and to have these important conversations with our friends and family um, on on topics that that don't always make us feel uncomfortable, uncom because you know we we we've like uh, swept this under the rug for long enough, and like I said earlier, there's so much we can contribute to the world, and we. We're too busy trying to fight for justice that we're not able to concentrate on what's important, and so we need everyone's help to to you know um, uh, um, get the ball rolling and really really create change. And 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 every, any city that you are, in any country that you are, anywhere around the world, there is think there are things to be done. There are people suffering, and I feel like we are all. Uh, we all have the duty to be uh, an activist in one way or another, and it's our job. It's not something that we choose. It's something that we must do. And uh, quickly, I just want to give a few shout-outs before it's my time. And I just, So I want to give a shout-out to my mom. Melissa is obviously here, so, um, but still. My husband, Craig. My drag mother in the UK, Raven Mandela. My drag mother here in the US, Kiki Extravaganza. One of my best friends, Amanda Lauren. Girl, I love you. And everyone else, my trans community, LGBT community community love you guys thank you for having me and i'm out Ooh. and selma bar um yeah of course selma <laughs> bar love you girl never last <laughs> wonderful <laughs> thank <you>. awesome <laughs> thank you uh melissa the soapbox is yours so i just want to <laughs> piggyback off of what <laughs> God damn. All right. No, but yeah, I feel like this is a um, un as unfortunate as the pandemic is. Um, I know it's, you know, a lot of people, a livelihood is on, you know, just being crushed right now with not being able to work in a lot of the industries. Uh, and it's very unfortunate. So, you know, with the time that we do have to ourselves, I think it is important to think about our existential as joe was saying and it may not be about survival um but i do believe that we we need to give ourselves a break through all the chaos that is happening and that's with also at the same time being allies to as brandy mentioned a lot of the marginalized groups that we shouldn't come out of this in the same mentality as what we went into the pandemic because it is a lot of selfishness going on even with people like not wanting to wear masks thinking that it's the government trying to control us or um, thinking that you know looters are what defines black lives matter which is not so just like stop being ignorant and research there's you know you're at home you're you have internet access and research uh, follow activists really think about why you're so against so many of these movements and um, you know I feel like politics is ingrained in a lot of the issues that we have and that's whether people are are not able to access food um education not everyone is able to do long distance learning or even the children that are being abused at home that have to you know suffer those things so so there's just so much tragedy in 
in in our lives and going through this pandemic that we could really make an impact on a lot of things if we just really search within ourselves and how we can be better people to others how we can be allies to others instead of just being so selfish and in our own um you know our own beliefs okay so that's my nice snap 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 i taught you well <laughs> And unfortunately, Keenan Duncan, I am gonna. And I just want to send a shout out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna piggyback off of Melissa. <laughs> um, but yes, thanks, Brandy, for coming on the show, uh, as well as uh, London Fierce. I like the name. Yes, thank uh, you. Uh, Crossing Borders will be coming at you, uh, season one uh, on Fox. Uh, I know of all places, but um, thank you for all the listeners for listening to the show. Thank you, Melissa, for coming out. Um, really appreciate you here and uh, to get your voice and a lot of our thoughts and uh, definitely spread the word out of the podcast if you can that'd be great my soapbox uh, funny enough I'm mentioning about uh, the race and education reading up on history and stuff like that John Lewis um, passed away and the saddest thing you're probably going to hear from my face or from my mouth is uh, my friend John told me about it he works at a news station and he told me about it and then I jokingly, but a little bit of me actually didn't know who he was. And he got, he didn't get upset at me, but he was like, Keena, you know, how can you, how can you not know? You know, he did all this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, just joking, just joking. For a brief moment, I was like, yeah, who is this guy? And I have to give a, a, a uh, not PSA, a caveat to people understanding about black culture and, and people who are black is that the education of our history isn't heavily passed down to us through our own family or through the educational system here in the United States. So me not knowing who John Lewis is or even a Frederick Douglass, even I know who Frederick Douglass is, and then uh, Farrakhan, most, most of the heavy hitters are just Malcolm X and Martin Luther King because it's been grilled into us heavily with the whole fe- month of February. But there's a lot of... George Washington Carver, thank you, John. <laughs> but uh, I sent a response back saying, uh, yeah, I, uh, there, I, I'm pretty sure you couldn't name a lot of the members in the Black Panther Party. you know." And, and he came back with like, yeah, I kind of agree. There, there are you know, information out there that we don't know about. Um, but, he, but George Lewis was like in Congress and he did all these great things up until this day. But I was saying like, if he did, if, he did all of the great things throughout history, uh, but wasn't relevant today, even though he's still alive. Like a lot of other black engineers, doctors, lawyers, activists back in those days who aren't doing stuff now, they're just you know raising their family, you wouldn't know their names at all. Um, so I, that's kind of my apology slash defense speech that I have is like, yes, there are a lot of prominent figures in the black community who did a lot of great things for the black culture, um, and we really should be educated on that. Uh, and I tried to, in college, as the president of the National Society of Black Engineers at SF State, I tried to have a bulletin board that every week listed somebody prominent in the black community that wasn't popular. Like, the guy who created the Super Soaker is like a black guy. You didn't guy. want the Neil deGrasse Tysons or the fucking... Yeah, even though a lot of people don't know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is. Which is ridiculous. So I'm, like, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, it's things like that. So uh, this is kind of an apology, but also, like, you don't need to be... Uh, shocked, curious, or upset if there's someone who's black who doesn't even know who, fuck, you know who, a lot of these people are. Even if it's as major as Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, 
Um, it's just because there's there's more to it than just them. There's a reason for them not knowing, not because they don't care. So that's what I'm saying. My soapbox. Bye. All right. <laughs> well. Uh, Thank you, John. Shout out. Can I just quickly shout? Uh, I want uh, not shout yeah. out anyone, but I want um, if people are interested in, in in learning more about the trans community on television and get, getting an insight on how we were depicted on on television, then watch Disclosure on Netflix. It's a Netflix uh, special starring Laverne Cox, and I, it's so amazing and it's very touching and moving, and it'll really. Let's give you an insight on the trans community. Okay. So Disclosure. please watch Disclosure okay. on Netflix. Okay. Well, thank yeah. you for interrupting my soap. Oh, my God. Look at that evil <sighs> side. <laughs> well, this is going to kill you. It is time for my soapbox. <laughs> Everyone pay attention to me. It is my turn. Um, first and foremost, Brandy, thank you for coming by. Thank you Stopping for having by. me. Took the opportunity. We knew you were in town. Took the opportunity to get you on. Melissa, <sighs> what can I say, you know? What can I say about my favorite sister? Hey. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. She's been the sister longer. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make fun of yourself. Oh, yeah. now. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Uh, yeah, but um, thank, <laughs> thanks, I guess, for, you know. I appreciate you being on the show. Dropping Brandy off. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Melissa knows I love the shit out of her. Um, that's 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 how we are, you know? That's how we are. I fucking love Tough this love. Stupid ass. <laughs> um, listen. I talked about existentialism. Um, I, and... Like I've, I, it's 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 weird, because I've really been thinking just like, just about what reality is, you know, and uh, and not where my place is it is in it, but what the meaning of it is, like it's it, I don't know it's weird it's weird, I guess I've just been thinking about death a lot, like and and what 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 it's going to be like when i die like and what my reality is going to be when i die and if there is a reality for me once i die and what the people who i love and care for what their reality is is going to be once i die you know i know uh i'm not the world to a lot of people but i am the world to some you know like my children like what is my existence going to be once i'm gone to them, you know, I don't know. It's weird. So that I've been reflecting a lot about what 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 life will be without me and what life will be with me once I'm gone for me once I'm gone, not with me for me once I'm gone, because I believe that something will happen to me and to my consciousness once I pass. Like once I once I leave this ex this existence, I believe that something will happen to me like uh, consciously. Like, I don't know what that what that is, but I, I feel like something will happen to me. Uh, even though I'm atheist and I don't believe in God, I don't have to to believe that something will happen to me. Like as far as my existence is concerned, I'm, I'm not I'm not the atheist that says once I'm dead, I'm dead and I'm going to be buried. And that's and my life is done from there. No, I'm the dude that's saying 
once I'm dead, something will happen to me. I don't know what the fuck that is, but I still don't believe in God. Satan forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've been, I've 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 gone through, and, and as I mentioned earlier, um, I've I've been I've I've uh, I've been dealing. I, I I've been watching a lot of things, a, a lot of a lot of things shows and movies and things about that that deal with existentialism and i I highly recommend people watch japan 2020 japan sinks 2020 it's actually a novel that came out in the early 70s and uh it was a product of his time but um they released it as a series as an anime series and a lot of people will talk that anime is uh, just cartoons and this and that. Trust me, I guarantee you, you watch this fucking sh- this show, and it will completely alter your idea of what anime is. Um, actually, once we're done here, I'm gonna play that first episode for you. Oh guys. my god! For sure, because you guys have to watch it. It's fucking crazy. Do we have to? Yes, you absolutely <laughs> have to. You have, if you want to eat pizza, you're gonna have fucking watch this fucking show. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, Watch Japan 2026. Watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. Watch Devilman Crybaby. Watch anything that's going to make you question who the fuck you are. Because I think we won't discover who we are until we question who we are. God damn. Look at me. I'm a fucking beast. We coming up with some crazy shit. Anyway. We're here. We fucking killed it. Yeah, we Wait, did. how Keenan. can you believe in Satan and not in God? I don't. That's <laughs> that why I said doesn't make sense. That's why I said yeah, hell Satan. How can you believe Satan exists but not I God? I don't believe Satan exists. Maybe Satan is God. But that, oh. ooh, Keenan, you son of a mother. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> anyway, we all want to thank everybody who's hey. been on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brandy, thank you for coming thank out. You. <laughs> You're Smelly welcome. Melly, thank you for coming out. I love you. I love you. Keenan, I fucking love you, you piece of shit. And everybody who tuned in, I fucking love you. You gotta join in. You gotta join in. <laughs> We're so upbeat. <laughs> Eat your woman out. Suck your man's dick. Get fucked in the butt. <laughs> Brush your teeth after all. Oh, sex. oh hey, hey, hey. I thought this was going somewhere else, but I love it. <laughs> Brush your teeth after oral sex. Get fucked in the butt. Eat your woman out. Suck your man's dick. And if you don't like any of those things, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>